1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the B-Side Boys podcast with your hosts, Mr. Gray and Philly V. That's right. I'm Mr. Gray. And
2: I'm
3: Philly V. And this is the B-Side Boys podcast, an Iowa rugby podcast. B-Side Boys is brought to you by Central City Liquors, uh, the home of the 15% Coupon. And if you mention B-Side Boys or West Wine Wombats, you're going to get 15% off your regular order. So swing on through Central City Liquors. Fourth of July is coming up next weekend, so pick up some stuff. If you're having a backyard party or if you need to bring any booze, BYOB, go pick some stuff up.
2: Yeah, if I'm on a grill-out or a pool party and I'm eating some hot dogs, you know I'm washing it down with some great-tasting foamy Miller Lights from Central City.
3: Or highlights but bottles.
2: If you, like, when my next baby's born, if you do not show up at our house with a six pack or 12 pack of glass bottles of highlight for Lex, she will kill you. Do you think they make anything more than
3: 12 packs? You could ask. I could definitely ask. I'll yeah. do that when I go. Yeah, definitely. And remind them who we are. Just just I ask for a 30 <laughs> rack. I do need to set myself a reminder to do that, though, because I really don't want Lex mad at me. No, I mean,
2: she's already mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's yeah. no going back. Yeah, so we're only moving <laughs> forward. And speaking of moving forward, major league rugby a quick update with them so they had two teams kicked out of the playoff contention only their number one and number two seeds from the western division owned by the same guy uh gilcrest and so Gilteenies, they were number two they were going to protest the playoffs in support of the gilgronies players getting paid under the table yada 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 old news uh, that story really kind of took the the wind out of people's sails for getting excited. But the New York rugby team, the New York United, the number three seed defeated the number one seed, New England Free Jacks, 24 to 16. So that's wild because yeah. it's like, that was Marcus Fenton's favorite team in our pick em. Yeah. They end up going to the, they peaked at the right time. Yeah. Like that's a big thing too, where it's an 18 week season.
3: That's a long season.
2: Yeah. And your roster, I mean, you're you're going through 40 guys. You need to make sure you're you're you made the playoffs. But once you hit the playoffs, you gotta be primed and ready to go. And they got the job done, even though New England looked like after the Gronies were knocked out due to disqualification. The three Jacks looked to be the favorite. Yeah, usually. They're gone. New York, they came from behind to get that win. Mm-hmm. So they are actually going to host the championship this Saturday. And then from the Western side, this is insane. So once the Giltinis, Gilgronis are out, Houston, who makes their first ever playoff
4: debut, yeah.
2: debut mm-hmm. they look to be the favorite in the West. They get smoked by Seattle, who shouldn't even be yeah. here. You yeah. know, 46 to 27. Seattle, they're always a favorite. Uh, they've already this won would... a
1: couple of championships. Yeah. yeah, this would be their third championship in the five years of the MLR.
3: That's so wild, because last year they,
1: they, they were not good, they were booty yeah uh, so this so this is yeah I'm, I'm definitely excited for this title game so we have new york
2: against the seattle seawolves and that's going to be played at the red bull arena in harrison new jersey mm-hmm. which that's a huge stadium, a stadium and it's going to be on fox that's free tv free people or like free it's a lot <laughs> larger
3: uh like target i mean not exactly a target audience but it's a larger audience like because like we were talking earlier Fox has a lot of views. Like, there's a lot of viewers for Fox. Yeah, you don't
2: got to pay for that. You're flipping through channels. You, you see rugby. You not Normally, you don't see it in the middle of the day on a Saturday. You might stop in and, and check it out for a little bit. So, that's why they're doing it on Saturday at noon on Eastern time. So, that's 11 a.m. for Iowa people.
3: Seems like a weird time to have that.
2: It's probably the only time slot Fox had open. Cause probably. So, they also didn't know if the game was going to be on Saturday or Sunday. Because they wanted to yeah, give right the on. team who they wanted a team to host it. Mm-hmm. So if New England would have won, it would have been in a different stadium. Like there was all these different situations. They didn't know where it was gonna be played at because they're not doing a neutral site or anything mm-hmm. like that. But here's the thing. Nine AM kickoff for the people watching in Seattle.
3: <laughs> you gotta you gotta set know.
1: your alarm early for that one.
2: Jeez. But like, well, I
3: mean, we're a grown adults a so hobby. We get up before nine A. M. Yeah. <laughs> like that's not
1: that's
2: not like that you know tough to do but i mean the super bowl isn't going to be at 9 a.m unless you know. you're in germany oh yeah. yeah yeah but they're not they're in it like <laughs> <laughs> seattle's in it it's not like oh this german team is going to play in a the mlr final yeah so that's going to be tough and also right now too with it being the middle of summer almost every club in the united states is playing sevens this weekend mm-hmm. i swear I mean, if you are in Iowa, you're probably going to be at the block party sevens in Iowa City. And not a chance. You're probably even paying attention to the MLR. So that's the one thing that's a bummer is, hey, maybe you'll get some new eyeballs on rugby with it being on Fox. Mm, Probably not a
3: lot of ruggers. The
2: dedicated fan base who would actually give a shit, they're all going to be playing their own rugby because that's how rugby works, grassroots. And I think today, you know, is going to be a really special interview today. Mm -hmm. Because we have in the studio, for the first time ever, in the Wombat Den studio, (laughs) Tyler Daly is going to come in and talk to us all about Block Party 7s, what's happening, just all things Iowa City Rugby, Iowa Hawkeye Rugby. Yeah, we're going to get the whole scoop, and yeah, I care a lot more about that than I do the MLR, so... 100%. Yeah, this isn't an MLR podcast, so. It's not. We tried. We tried. <laughs> <laughs> and sorry to our 12 average listeners on YouTube. <laughs> hey, I still follow
3: the Reddit page, so. Has anything happened on that? Yeah, that's actually, I mean. I don't care. Stuff <laughs> Bobby,
2: play the music. Let's get to Tyler. And we are here to the interview portion of the show today, and our guest, very special, it is Tyler Daly of the Iowa City Ducks, the Iowa Hawkeyes, men's college coach, uh, the Iowa Rugby a Union Vice, just let me finish he's talking many hats. Phil, he's got a lot of hats, yeah, I was... <laughs> he's the Iowa Rugby Union Vice President, now say
3: it, he's got many hats, there you
2: go, <laughs> <laughs> so Tyler Daly, uh, anything else we should say to introduce you, you, you do a lot of stuff.
4: I think you missed the president of the Iowa City Ducks, but that doesn't really matter. I didn't know what your (laughs) official title with the Ducks was. (laughs) That's why I just said, I said with,
2: everyone had their AGMs and people kind of shuffled. I figured, I mean, it's one of those things like talking to you. You're like, oh, I got a lot on my plate. I don't think I can take another thing. And now you are the head coach of a college team. You're the president of a men's team. You're the vice president of the union. What else should we add?
4: Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Sex symbol.
2: Probably <laughs> <laughs> coming out hot. Re- Realtor tycoon. Realtor <laughs> oh, tycoon. Oh,
3: mortgage
4: lender, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> well, and
2: actually, too, one more. Uh, tomorrow, because today is Friday, mm-hmm. the Block Party Sevens and Iowa City tournament director. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, just talk about Block Party Sevens for 17 minutes. 17 Go. minutes. Hard. Exactly.
4: A little bit of a brainchild. Back when I first started playing with the Ducks, we always hosted a sevens tournament. Five years ago, the city, Iowa City, all of a sudden came up with this giant block party. 40,000 people, downtown Iowa City, they block off, I think it's like 15 city blocks or something like that. And people just go wild downtown. It's, uh, you know, you walk around with drinks in your hand and they have a bunch of programming. It's all ages too, the great, great part about that is like they have tug of war, Sand volleyball. They, this year they're going to have some sort of I don't know if it's midget wrestling or some sort of wrestling mm-hmm. event. I'm not exact. I, I need to look into Big it. Big in small town, Iowa. Yep. They'll have <laughs> bands. They just do all sorts of cool stuff. And then, um, you know, you buy a fan, and then you can walk around with a, a plastic cup and, and go to bar to bar and, and buy your drinks. And it's just a really good environment. So I thought it'd be really cool to kind of spin off that and have a rugby tournament. Cause obviously with rugby comes the social. So we started it up five years ago and it was kind of a whirlwind. Like the first year we ended up having a party above, uh, a bar that I will not name just in case there's any <laughs> liquor license <laughs> issues. But uh, <laughs> we had like, was added, oh, is it was like? a ton of fun. <laughs> we had a couple kegs up there and people, you know, had a really good time, but we noticed that the, the tournament had a really good reception. So we kept doing it each year and we just kind of spin off of that, that block party event. So um, I kind of made it my brainchild uh, and not without, you know, support of course, there's a ton of people that are involved in this and it's been awesome to see it grow over the years. And this year we added the high school division. Last year we tried to do the high school division, but we obviously compete with some other tournaments. So mm. we're, tr- we're trying to get into that realm because honestly, Iowa rugby, it's growing fast. And there's a lot of high school kids out there that might not be playing in select side tournaments and things like that. Mm. They need to be participating in, in some sort of rugby, some sort of tournament somewhere. So we want to be that tournament. And if not, we want to be the tournament that competes. So brings in the, the select side teams. And um, I've actually gotten word from a team from the East Coast that wants to bring their kids over to to compete it won't be this year but it will be next year on the docket so it's cool that we're actually bringing in you know teams from out of state Uh, I work with the local uh, visitors bureau Coralville visitors bureau they do some really awesome stuff they brought in the world team trials um, the Carver and they bring in tons of really cool events and so I wanted to get a good relationship working relationship with them and They're really supportive of our tournament so as we kind of progress year in and year out uh they keep helping us more and more and they just make this thing bigger and bigger for us so
2: that's awesome i i know i think like block party sevens i always just relate it to rugby Mm -hmm. but it's so much more than that i mean it is something that the city had and then you're adding it's like hey you're gonna have all these people in town get eyeballs on what we're doing and it fits Uh, with the social aspect like you said It, it seems like a partnership that it's meant to be, and right. then you have it in the Iowa 7 series, so everybody in Iowa wants to come to it, not only for the social party aspect, but also, I mean, there's rugby to be played, there's
3: there's series points to be had, if, if people care about that. Um, it must have been my own personal ignorance, because I always thought the block party was just primarily a rugby promotion thing, I'm not going <laughs> to okay. lie, I thought, it was like, that's all I've ever known from it, like, yeah. every time you guys have hosted, like, I've only played men's league for, like, five years or something, so... That's all I've ever known is block party for the Iowa City Tournament. Yeah, so not obviously. a lot of people,
4: and, and there's still a ton of people that don't even know about it, which is surprising to me, because I feel like in Iowa, we have such a really good social uh, media presence mm-hmm. through all the teams now, like like you guys especially, you did a really phenomenal job of like starting up your program. And, <laughs> and getting things going and obviously your numbers wouldn't i don't personally believe that your numbers would be there without the social media presence that you guys had mm-hmm. i mean people really took note and noticed what you were doing and now <clears throat> other clubs are kind of doing the same things that you're doing and so you guys uh you kind of raised the tide a little bit
2: yeah appreciate that but what the hell the ducks you guys have like moving pictures on your social media yeah, now
3: like you know, social media is cool and yeah
4: andrea um ian parkinson's wife Andrea. yeah um she kills it, man. Yeah. She, uh, she came in last year uh, when we were coming out of COVID and she noticed that, you know, I was lacking in the social media department. I took, obviously took on a lot of different responsibilities mm-hmm. outside of the ducks and um, that we kind of fell short on the social media aspect, but she does really well with her business. She does uh, personal training body by Dre. I'll give her a shout out. So if you're ever looking for that kind of stuff, definitely give her a look. But she, yeah, she just does a really good job. She knows how to make content and she knows how to draw people in, and obviously mm-hmm. it's it's working. So. Oh yeah, every time I see
2: on Instagram, like in the stories, I just see the Ducks logo, and I'm like, ah, we got to make something now because I know that's gonna be a high quality, like moving picture. There's your practice schedule. There's the the season schedule. Uh, the logo or the the image for the block party. It has people holding like. Plastic cups with beer, and then there's yep. a rugby ball rolling in. People
4: in flip flops. I, I
3: was just telling before we started this about the yeah. uh, the color scheme. It's Kind of close to like wombat colors they use for the promotional uh, picture. They fiction. did. We we did. Might have they purposely did. done that. <laughs> Dang, oh. oh man, no, we're we're super excited. Did Nico pay our entry fee?
4: He did. Okay. Officially paid. Okay. So wombats yeah. are in. The wombats are in. Okay, good. like oh, so, they... we've been talking about this
3: for weeks, and it's like God, it'd be really embarrassing if we didn't put it yeah. in. So for
2: as much like social media stuff as we do, and we try to look professional, a little behind the scenes uh, thing. Sometimes we're held together by duct tape. I think that's all rugby teams. You it, know.
4: Really, it really is, yeah. You kind of fill and patch a lot of different areas. Mm-hmm. But you know what's funny about this year is I have payments from almost every single men's club team. And last year, I was 24 hours away from the tournament and I still had like eight teams to pay. Wow. Uh, oh, we only oh. have like one or two teams left to pay. So oh. that's that's really cool. I, I think it's a testament to how serious people are getting about rugby in yeah. Iowa. So
2: Definitely, I think we've talked with other players and other teams about how you know this past year it seems like every club is taking it to that next level Mm -hmm. and this is one of those tiny details where there would be days you just show up to a tournament and then people would hand a check or hand cash to the tournament director which is a nightmare and then there's also (laughs) times like here's an iou you know we're good for it we'll we'll see you in waverly next weekend i'll get you the check then and it's like we can't operate this way if we want to be serious. I didn't need money. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember.
4: Stuff. I remember my first two years running the, the block party. So I ran the tournament for for ducks uh, before that. But the first couple of years of the block party tournament, I noticed there was a couple of teams like, well, if you just cover us for this one, we'll just cover you for our or for our tournament yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Kind of like scratch my back to scratch yours whatever but yeah it, that kind of sucked <laughs> of yeah because you're like
2: i i need that inflow <laughs> yeah. to do other I stuff need to know what
4: i'm doing or yeah. what, I, what money i have
2: yeah no and that I, yeah like you said i think that shows a testament to like people are serious and sure. they have their ducks in a row their iowa city ducks in a row <laughs> i didn't mean to do that no no and so for anybody that you know. This is going to have a more serious tone to it as well where, you know, you are going to be on one team for the day. It's not going to be like that festival style, like Toys for Tots, where it's like, hey, just jump on any team. There is going to be structure to it, but even if you're not playing on a team, I mean, people should be there. I mean, it's going to be a a full day of fun, family-friendly stuff, booze, anything you want, it's going to be there.
4: Yeah, the big thing is we want everybody to stay on the same team for the entire tournament. So... Even if there's players that show up and there's a team that's light players, mm-hmm. we can let them play with them. They just need to stay with that team. Gotcha. Right. So like uh, last year, there was a couple. There was a little bit of rift between a few teams. I won't mention, but I think one player played for a multi, like a few different teams, mm-hmm. uh, and he specifically played against a team to try and get uh, another team to win or get it, get them into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, there was a little rift there, but it is what it is. Like it's all in good fun. This this stuff is still a social. You know event but we are trying to make it a little bit more competitive especially when we start bringing in more of these high school teams yeah mm-hmm. because these kids are gonna some of these kids are actually taking it a lot more seriously than what we did even when we first started playing. right so i think we we owe it to them and that next generation that's coming up to really make this uh, more of an organized event yeah
2: and i think too with the select side sevens as well to have tournament results that are consistent and mm-hmm. Viable, yeah. you know, it's not just like, wait, <clears throat> these guys blew everybody out of the water this week, and then they finished dead last. Like, what's going on there? Like, you want to make sure that when people look at these scores and they look at your tournament, and should we make the drive from the East Coast, from Ohio, from the Dakotas? Right. Should yeah. we go to that tournament? Is it is it real or is it just fuck around? Get just a bunch of cares.
4: fluff yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. no we definitely that's that's the ambition that we have and at least that's my vision for it is we want to bring in as many out of out out of state teams as possible because um, that's where the competition lies yeah i mean we everybody plays each other so many times in a, mm-hmm. in a given year in iowa so why not try to bring these other teams in especially if they're gonna come, you know, it, it's also like simulating the local economy too, right? Mm-hmm. If you think about it, and it's a benefit to whoever is hosting the tournament, and then it's also a benefit to the city that you're in. So,
2: yeah. How does Block Party, the organizers of that, how are they feeling about rugby? Is it growing on them? Yeah. Do they, they see an impact from the rugby? Crew that rolls into town?
4: Absolutely, because the beer vendors. So I'm actually working with the downtown district now. So I'm in their meetings. Uh, I went to their planning meetings the beginning of this year. They want us there because they know when all these guys, you know, the shirts that we sell, everybody's wearing them when they go down to the block party. And, mm-hmm. and people started questioning, they asked, yeah. they're like, where is this coming from? And why is it all of a sudden a thing? You know, a lot of people thought, oh, maybe it's just a bar crawl. But then, you know, last year we had over 500 plus people at the, the block party tournament. And I bet at least 200 of those people bought mm-hmm. cups. And so 200 people wearing the same shirt downtown Iowa City, even though it is 40,000 people, people are going to notice. Yeah. Right? right? So um, they noticed it and they they had reached out um, after I, had, I reached out a couple years in a row and didn't get the best response. I just think they, they didn't understand how serious I was. Right. So now that they know we're serious, they want us to, you know, be a part of the programming. We're going to try and run the tug of war event. Nice. Uh, that that'll be from nine to eleven, which. Will be kind of a shit show, but it'll be a lot of fun, right? Yeah. So, but like
3: um, nine p.m., right? Nine p.m. Oh my god, i gonna be yeah. so sore. Out. Yeah. It's oh, I thought like,
4: you were worried about missing the MLR
2: championship <laughs> 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 in the AM.
4: But yeah, no, it's it's really good, and I'm I'm excited about where this is heading for sure. It reminds me a
2: lot of what Casey Hansen's been doing with Irish, Irish Fest. Yeah, Absolutely, similar, he's been sitting in on the Waterloo meetings as well. Like it, same vibe of like. You get your foot in the door. You show them, like, hey, rugby is a school thing, great community. Everybody's kind of like, oh, I've heard things about rugby. Just wait and see. And then they're like, okay, let's talk a little more. Year after year, just progressively gets bigger and bigger. (laughs) And I would love to see more high school teams and events in the summer. And I think what we're seeing with the select sides, they're doing some great things. But it's so hard. I know, like, as a high school boys and girls coach, in the summer, it is so hard to get your high school team organized again. Yeah. Just because, one, they're already hard enough to get organized in season. Yep. When they're out for the summer. Um, like baseball, softball. I was just going to say, yeah. jobs, football
4: jobs. weights jobs. and, and pro- yeah. like their programs are running year-round, some of them over in Iowa yeah. City. Yep. So we, we would definitely combat that.
2: And so if we could get select sides from surrounding states and then a couple of Iowa select sides, Maybe even a couple of central select sides and eastern select side. You know, like multiple Iowa teams of like, let's just get thirty Iowa kids who want to play, separate them into four teams, go from there.
4: That was the original intent, actually, two years nice. ago. I got a hold of uh, the, I call it Ira, I think that's how you pronounce yeah. it, um, and
2: the Iowa Youth Rugby Association, yep, that and uh,
4: talked yeah. to Ray and a couple other guys, and it was like, listen, like, get your teams put together. If you need to combine them, combine them. We'll make it a yeah. red and a blue or whatever you yeah. want to call it. And let's let them play. Yeah. And then they get to play with, you know, kids that they normally play against. Yeah. I think it's really a, a good way to raise the level of competition. And then it also makes these players better. So, And
2: I think the high school league we're seeing, it's, just, it's getting better and better and better. Oh, and great. if they can have summer, just it. get a ball in their hands in the summer, it's just a little bit more retention, a little bit more experience outside experience too they play the same kids all the time they see a team from milwaukee madison they see chicago teams kansas city teams i mean
3: teams all the way down to texas
2: yeah they're they're going to that league's going to keep growing and get better and, and this is a part of it and then in turn now put on a different hat change of directions now you're the university of iowa head coach yep so how has the high school league impacted you at Iowa? First of all, how long have you been the coach of Iowa?
4: I started in, what, 2018? But uh, yeah, so it's been, what, four or five years, or going mm-hmm. on five years. But yeah, this, that's been a whirlwind every single year. We were on quite the trajectory when we first started. I hadn't won a rugby match in four years, mm-hmm. or at least that was what I was told. And then we went four and three the first year with only eighteen players, and and most of the matches we only played with fifteen, so we didn't mm. even have subs. The following year was six and one, and we were undefeated in sevens, and we had wow. nationals bids, and then COVID hit. And so.
2: were you in the Big Ten your first year? No,
4: unfortunately, we were never in the Big Ten. Uh, okay. Previous coach, I, I'm not sure the whole situation. I think he like relegated them or took them out of the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming due to travel, but yeah, that's an insane thirteen
2: hours to Columbus yeah. and things well, like that. I,
4: yeah. It, it is it is a real thing. I think there could have been a conversation had with the Big Ten though too, because mm-hmm. I've had conversations with all the Big Ten coaches, and they want us back. Um, mm. And they, you know, alluded to the fact that now what they're doing is is doing the supersite thing that we've always yeah. talked right. about doing with the Iowa Rugby Union. So that's a possibility. But when I started as a coach, we were in the we started in the Heart of America Conference. Mm. That's who we're mm. with now. Yep. Um, and we were traveling as far as Oklahoma State, which was, what, nine Sorry. and a half, 10, Sorry. Hours, Sorry. ten hours. So it's still pretty far. I and mean, we were playing seven <laughs> matches um, mm-hmm. that, that season. So either way you look at it, I think the travel is going to be there, especially in the collegiate level. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the important thing is is having good resources. That's one thing that we didn't really have when I first started coaching. Um, so then we you know, brought together a board, and I had some incredibly motivated kids. You know, Brett Pearson... Pete Lubenthal, uh, Michael Stalter, these kids like really changed the face of the program and they, you know, put this elaborate budget together and they did all these things. And they were kind of going against the university grain because the university really was just like oh you can exist but don't bother us Mm -hmm. and then they just kept pushing back and pushing back and pushing back and finally it got to the point where they they're starting to realize that we're serious yeah Mm -hmm. Um, so now we're making some big strides there the money's not quite there yet but we do really really well fundraising Mm -hmm. Um, and we're working on some other options to bring in money outside of the university so i'm excited for that too
3: do you guys get a lot of alumni involvement with like part of the funding and stuff like that, or like
4: anything? So I don't know in the past what it was like, um, but I I do know now I started a foundation and I reached out to a bunch of the alumni members, guys that I know that are in the area in Iowa City. And I've got four of them on, ready to be directors of the board. Um, We're gonna probably bring three more on. Those guys want to kind of start their own little external alumni association Mm -hmm. and then bring funds in that way. I mean. The club's been around since '64, and yep. there's a ton of people. You guys know, like with yep. you and I, mm-hmm. there's definitely a ton of guys that played rugby at U and I that want to support it. They just need to know it exists. Yes. And I think a lot of these guys now they're starting to figure out that it exists, mm-hmm. so they want to know how to help. So we're gonna to put together like an alumni dinner every year, and and have alumni events and things like that, um, and and maybe try to do some like vertical fundraising efforts. Mm-hmm. I think that'll that'll bode well for us.
1: So, nice. I have an alumni weekend. That's it, man. Uh, That's yeah. it. Like, they all want to be there. They all want to be there. Like a dinner before the tournament.
4: They just want to relive that college experience. <laughs> those are the
2: best, too, because then, I mean, I guess we're now getting to be the older guys. Yeah. But I mean, those first few times, and you're a college kid or recently out of college, and then there's guys who are there, you know, 20 years before you, and they're just like, hey, I'll buy this entire round of pitchers. And you're just like, oh, I can just. Have, and they're like we want to be here like we want you to have fun and then they're reliving the day we're like up in cedar falls we're at suds reliving the well, glory days right. there and they're so loving like we're and it's funny we're we're sharing stories of like oh man we come here and then we piss off this balcony and they're like that's what we did and you're like <laughs> yeah. we're, oh my god you have a family and a, and a full-time career and now i realize like that's that's me now so did, did
4: you guys sing songs with them Oh yeah. yeah. So that, that was the one thing that I think kind of turned the page with our alumni and bridged that gap that was there Mm -hmm. is the last time that we had the alumni in town was for the awards banquet last year. I mean, there was probably, I think 10 or 12 of them. And they, at the after, after party, excuse me, they were all singing songs. The players were, Mm -hmm. and these guys were into it and they were going crazy. And they all like would email me and text me afterwards and Daily, this is awesome. Like we thought, this was this type. This was dead. We thought that you know songs weren't still going. They weren't alive anymore. And You're it was making
3: like, your players practice chorus and stuff. Like we gotta well, win them over. <laughs> so we gotta do I tell you what, you, Jimmy, love.
4: Jimmy Hogan definitely did a really good job <laughs> with that. He kept up with it. And I know like Michael nemshoff and Nico, who plays for you guys, yeah. uh, they all did really well. You know, having the the songs at the the after parties and stuff like that. So it's been really cool to see. And I I love the fact that that's still a mm-hmm. thing.
2: Definitely have to change the songs a little bit because of PC a little bit. Yeah, of, uh, a little bit. Yeah. Well, and Snapchat exists, Instagram stories, and it's one of those things where, when you're in a rugby setting and it's like, hey, we're all having a good time, we all know what's happening, and then there's that one person who shares it out and it's, someone who doesn't like. Give does it. it
3: play? Doesn't. It's just an yeah. outsider, and they post on social media, and, and it's then
2: like, nah. like the Delaware Blue Hens get shut down for five years
4: because of a Snapchat story. Yeah. Well, then they flip the car. So I actually is a pre- no no no, no. no, no. Does so that too. Story. I'll tell you the story. <laughs> so in a previous career, I, I did uh, network security for a software company, and our alumni, or sorry, our uh, client base was alumni associations. Mm-hmm. University of Delaware was one of them. So I went out there for a trip, and I wanted I was looking up the rugby club. because right. at the time, they were like number one in the nation. They or, were or Top yeah. top five in the nation. Oh, whatever. they were insane. And I got there, and I reached out to somebody, and they were like, "Yeah, the the club is on a, like a death penalty." And I'm like, "What?" He's like, let me tell you a story, Shit. and he's like, there was this massive party, and then I guess I don't know if it was a cop car or if it was just a car, but a car got flipped, and I think it oh. got started on fire. So oh yeah, like they, thinking. yeah, it wasn't yeah. like they were driving; it was parked. Yeah, and yeah, then everybody,
2: yeah. the party made its way outside for sure, and was, the party originated at a rugby house. Songs right. yeah, it yeah, it wasn't
4: rugby players though, right? Yeah, I mean they're they're, they're not like, they're not
3: that stupid, are they? No. 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 <laughs> Yeah. A bunch of big meatheads and stuff. just, you know, would <laughs> like to hit people. No way they'd be no. damaging property. That's crazy. That's no.
2: ridiculous. <laughs> you remember when Stout came to Cedar Falls and uh, they accidentally went into the wrong house and they stole popsicles <laughs> out of this freezer because they thought it was the rugby house? The Wisconsin Stout stuff. guys, they come down, love those guys. They accidentally walk into a house. Maybe a little b and a little breaking and entering. They walk in. They <laughs> think it's the rugby house. They open the freezer, and they find a box of chocolate popsicles, whatever. Yeah. And they're eating them all, and they walk out. And then all these girls are like, oh, my God, these guys are eating all of our popsicles. <laughs> oh, and then shit. they run out. Oh, that was good times. Did you ever
4: have a kid? i got to ask you guys this, Did you ever have a kid in your, oh, like on your team pass out in someone else's apartment? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah. But they didn't know the person?
3: Oh yeah, dude, that's definitely, plenty of times. Phil <laughs> 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 so, was that guy. Yeah. So did oh, Dave. Yeah. so did Dave. Lyon. It I actually you told
1: me. that was actually me at one point. We were, we were at a <laughs> we were at a uh, party once and I kind of got a little I, I kind of got a little uh, aggressive. No, I I just dr- I just drank a lot. So then we went over to uh, uh, one of uh, the close friends of uh, one of the guys I was with, and I was just like, I was just, I was about to fall asleep. No. That's literally it. That <laughs> Did that was, Lizzie
3: Gobbler know about this? That's what I was going to ask. Is Brad listening? <laughs> yeah, right. I was on the edge you're of my seat. That was, <laughs> that was,
2: you're a naughty boy. But going back to Iowa, where you were when... <laughs> Really good That's transition. Really good you transition. are good transition. at transition. Yeah. That was a hell of a transition. Yeah. I mean, long come
3: long on. Run. I mean, a lot of you work with Positive when that Yeah You work, work with middle school kids. And you want to <laughs> slap them upside the head,
2: back on track. All right, triangles, equilateral, 60 degrees each angle. No, ah, uh, you started with 18 guys, 15 yeah. oh, guys. When I, so, Adam Falk talked me into because I don't know why I got a referee certification, but I did, and I. <laughs> Was an AR for when Iowa oh. played Iowa State. Oh, yeah. Uh, right see. after COVID. I'm not bringing up that part. What I'm bringing <laughs> up is when I showed up as a UNI alum, I'm thinking like UNI is better than Iowa and Iowa State, yada, yada, yada. Iowa State had 50 guys. I swear you guys had 50 guys. Like, mm-hmm. there it, there was over 100 people there. And, like, as a Wombats person, I'm just thinking like, there's 100 people on this field, 100 college kids between Iowa State and Iowa a couple of them are probably going to play for us someday. Like, I was so pumped for the future of yeah. our sport. You went from 18 to 50, and then that was one of the greatest college rugby matches I've ever seen. It was great. Uh, besides getting yelled at by a coach. <laughs>
4: yeah. Who could ask you? might have been me. <laughs> <And> <laughs> it, was, it was. No, it was it very – No,
2: an no an so an – right? No, no. I stayed away from him because I didn't want him to spit on me or something. Um, no. No, what happened was there was a ball goes inside the 22 – Of Iowa State's defensive side they kicked it or no Iowa it was an Iowa's defensive side (laughs) Iowa kicked it to clear it when they kicked to clear it it bounced straight off of an Iowa State players chest for a knock-on Adam missed it well I had this walkie-talkie in my shirt and I hit the button and I said knock on knock on and Adam didn't hear me there was like the walkie-talkie wasn't working because like I was really sweaty and, and my gear was slipping off of me and Tyler's just like, "What's a fucking on? How did you miss that? How did you miss that? He was loud as fuck in that mic. Okay, guess what? As but an AR, was. it was loud as fuck. And, I'm, and I look over at Tyler like, and i like, pulled my walk in, like, I told him. And then like 30 seconds later, Adam blows the whistle and was like, oh, I didn't see it from my angle. And I didn't hear you, and I was just like, oh my god, I hate this, this is why I don't want to What well, felt
4: like five minutes of yeah. play was probably only 30 seconds, but 30 yeah. seconds is really a long time.
3: But I'm also,
2: wondering. too, your back was against the wall. Yeah. That. What was the final score of that match? Uh,
4: what was that? Uh, we lose by three? Yeah, I mean, it was it's a 18,
2: one... 18-15? Th- yeah, it was a very close match. I mean, it yeah. was... There's the... The forward pack play was so physical. The back lines were just flying all over the place. It was a very fun match to watch. We lost Not-
4: our best, one of our best players that, like, within... It was right before the end of the first half, I think. Because it was in...
2: Ex- it was, like, last play. And you guys' last-ditch effort were inside the 40 attacking, trying to score. Yep. And was it your fly half was trying to run, like, sideways? It was our scrum half. Your day. scrum like, half.
4: He time. uncharacteristically picked it out of the ruck. Yes. Went running sideways, and he... I mean, he saw a gap, so he went running for it, and he got tied up with some bigger guys. Mm-hmm. I think he spun his leg around, Oof. and then uh, yeah, snapped his tib and fib. Yeah, it was, it was loud. This, wasn't, oh, it a, was super this loud. wasn't in the bubble,
3: was it? No, no, no. Okay. it was in Ames outside. Yeah. Oh, okay,
2: yeah. No, it, that was seriously one of the best games that I saw, and as a fan of Iowa, like the state of Iowa rugby, it got me super excited. The fact that there was a hundred college kids wanting to play rugby so how did you go from 18 to 50 and the culture just looks like it's it's yeah. in another level from four years ago
4: so that's just it uh the culture and that's such you know everybody's like oh that's so cliche but it's it's true like it's yeah. a culture you breed it um you bring it in and it all starts from the top i felt like it kind of had to start with me in terms of like the energy that i brought and then uh, there were some really really good, devoted kids mm-hmm. that essentially they're the reason why i play or i started coaching was uh nick brightsman great McDowell, and uh salter They all kind of asked me to come coach the year prior, and I told them, I was like, you know, if I show up, you give me 100, I'll give you 150. The Mm -hmm. 100% is the coaching, the 50% is everything off the field, Mm -hmm. whether it's help with anything personally, or you know just some sort of mentorship, whatever that is. And I think they really took that and ran with it, and they they really uh, respected that. So it kind of resonated to the rest of the club. Then it wasn't just me doing that, it was the other players and the veterans doing that for the new guys coming in. And so then these kids were talking about, you know, having conversations about uh, rugby and what they're doing and how much fun they're having. All of a sudden, all these fucking kids would start showing up mm-hmm. out of nowhere. And mm-hmm. one, and then so the, the second year, we show up, and I think it was like 42 or 45 guys at practice, and I wasn't expecting that. Mm-hmm. And so I show up with a game plan and, and completely had to fucking throw it out the window. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what am I going to do with these kids? You know, I'm going to look like a fool. Because...
2: Give an assistant at all or i is didn't just, at the because you're like oh 15 guys will show up right so I right yeah i
4: mean it's super easy to run run that but um once it got to that point then i was starting to you know reach out to people hey man i got all these kids we need i need help we need mm-hmm. to be able to you know split this off backs and forwards and, and do some more uh skill work and things like that and so yeah that, that next year was 45 and then into the spring it was 65 on the roster yeah and then that's when covid hit so it, it really gave us uh, a Hit. I mean, we had, I think, eight seniors that year, and this would have been their first nationals experience, mm. and it got completely taken away from them. Um, and then throughout the whole COVID year, Iowa had different rules than you know Iowa State and Iowa Central, and that's not an excuse or anything. I'm just kind of pointing out the fact is, yeah. um, we had to practice with masks on, and they couldn't make contact. Oh. So I was basically waterboarding my athletes. Right is what it was doing, and I, and I felt terrible. Um, And again, as a coach, you know, when I I was talking about earlier about bringing that energy as a coach, how do you bring that energy that keeps everybody excited and wanting Mm -hmm. to be around if all you're having to do is that. Right. And you can't actually play the game. So it made it really, really tough. And then some kids went away. There were some veteran leaders that kind of essentially took a step back and they weren't. They weren't as serious about it. Uh, it was kind of unfortunate. It was It just happened that way. Right. Um, I don't blame them. I right. mean, yeah. for Christ's sakes, they had to sit in an apartment complex by themselves for how many months, basically, right. yeah. and not see their friends. Or and whatever. not
2: even just rugby, but just like your senior <laughs> yeah. year of college. Yeah. Everything shut down. That. that sucks. There was
4: no good way around it. Yeah. There really wasn't. Yeah. So that, that kind of sucked. But, I mean, now that we've come out of that, we, we started growing again. We've got kids that are actually looking up. The mm-hmm. Iowa program, Iowa State even, there's kids that are looking up their program, and Iowa Central, obviously, they're already known. So people, excuse me, know about them. So it's, it's refreshing to see that because now these kids are actually reaching out to us just as much as we're reaching out to them. Mm-hmm. So the, the numbers are going to grow. I could see all of these programs, you know, get up to about 80 kids or more. Um, and and that will be a real problem for us as coaches, but it will be the best problem. To right. Because right. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. now we can put up, you know, a, a 13 or 15 or a 20 match season yeah. and let all of them play. Right. And that's what you ultimately want anyway. So. And I'm
2: thinking too of the standings. You have like, here's your premier team. Here's your developmental side. Yeah. Hey, maybe you even have a seaside. And then in the standings, like... You could have a, a second side team compete for the Heart of America, right. second side champion. You know what I mean? Like if <laughs> yeah. every because there's nothing worse than when you're at that like twenty-eight to thirty-two range of players, yeah. and you're like, all right, and then the other team has like twenty-six, and you're like. I need to get these guys playing time, and they're like, oh, "We'll play you in tens, maybe." Yeah, and right. then the game's over, and then because I feel like Phil, you were one of these guys that you and I were, and be yeah, like, "Hey, now. we need a B side match." Well, I just played eighty minutes. Well, you need to play forty more minutes of B side. Yeah. That would be Great. so sweet to be like, <laughs> yeah. "You are strictly an A side player. You're a B side player. You're a C side player, and you actually have a league schedule." Yep. And then also like Major League Baseball, you can you can get promoted, relegated, like. You get called down for assignment. You guys are moving around. Injuries. Hey, next man in. Things happen, yeah. yeah, that would be amazing. And then you could have a triple header at the pitch, you know, and everybody plays. Yep.
4: So. That's the ultimate goal. Um, at Iowa right now, we're, we have – there's rec fields to the north. You guys will yeah. see those. Okay. Okay. But they're just soccer fields right now, but we are working with the university to hopefully eventually get um, the ability to put temporary posts out there because oh, nice. <laughs> there's lights So we play night games. So last year we were actually trying to play a night game. We had a parents weekend set up. We had a tailgate and everything, like a house set up for everything. And like two nights or a night before our match with Nebraska that we were supposed to play on that Friday night, we get a message from the university saying that we couldn't do it. And so then we literally had to tell all the parents that, well, we have to play on Saturday, therefore, by the time we get done with that match, there is no tailgate. You're already (laughs) going to the game. Right. So it just, it sucked, and it was really disheartening for the players because these guys, were they worked so hard to organize it, right? and and they wanted it to happen so bad, and then it just got, the rug just got pulled out from underneath them, and it really sucked. Mm -hmm. I feel like, too, that's got to
2: be tough to compete with Iowa football. Yeah. That's probably, I know some guys. It's not as hard as you would think, though. Really?
4: Yeah, it's really not that hard. Like, if you think about it, there are seven days in a week Mm -hmm. And you can play matches on any given day if you really think about it, if you organize Mm -hmm. it well enough. And I've talked to Brent at Iowa Central, and we always want to play against Iowa Central. I mean, they are, you know, one of those teams that you want to play against. So Mm -hmm. we've talked about playing matches outside of, you know, Saturday, Mm -hmm. which could potentially end up happening, which is awesome. I love that.
2: I think that'd be sweet because I, I know some guys that like went to Iowa and it was like, why don't you play rugby? Well, I got season tickets to Iowa football. And it's like, I, and I know like the Omaha goats, that's a men's team, but even them, they're like, yeah, I'm going to go to the
3: Nebraska football game yeah, over playing. Like you your whole life to watch football. Like, you know, you're only in your pick, athletic prime for so many years. Yeah, just
4: pick some of the prime games, mm-hmm. right? These prime time games that you really want to go to. That's what I tell our guys. Yeah. Like, pick a couple games that you guys really want to see. Yeah. Which ones do you want to experience? And then if there's more than a few, all right, then let's look at having a Friday night match. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. have it a different day, mm-hmm. and then you get to experience that and have the fun. Cool. But, okay.
2: That Penn State game last year, oh, I know man, the, oh, Wombats, yeah, the Wombats out. were up to play the Ducks, and then, yeah. Iowa, or, and then Iowa played Nebraska yeah. in rugby, and then the Penn State-Iowa football game was a night game. Yeah. So that was a triple header. That Wombats versus easy. the Ducks, the Hawkeyes versus Nebraska, for rugby yeah. and then Penn State Iowa football all in Iowa City that day was that was one of the most it fun, fun weekends, that was a like good experience. time dude
3: <laughs> speaking of that I've been wanting to bring this up for so long the guy who does like the radio stuff for you guys he like runs the Ethan, mic
4: line. he's my guy the oh guy we threw in a trash dude. can we in the yeah, yeah. because <laughs> he did a <laughs> video
3: about throwing us in the trash yes we're like as soon as you walk through the bar we're all just you we just grab shout
4: out Stainer dude this guy he <laughs> bartends at uh Joe's place he is an absolute hoot and I, I actually so when I previously bartended at uh, Mosley's in Iowa City he came in and did trivia mm-hmm. and he was the MC for it and I'm like this kid runs a fucking mic mm-hmm. and I'm like hey man I need you to come out to block party and I need you to commentate like we're gonna put big speakers up and I need you to commentate everything and just and then all of a sudden he like ate it up yeah and so every time i go into Joe's place rugby is on the TV and and he's turning oh. around, and he's, like, commentating it, like, color commentating <laughs> it to me. And, like, he'll try and say it with, like, an accent and everything. It's just fucking hilarious. The guy is yeah. awesome. I hope he sticks around. We're gonna, we're definitely going to um, try and bring him out. I, I don't know if he's going to be there for the I'll block party. No. Yeah, I, I would hope he would be, but um, it, it gets pretty busy at the bars and stuff, mm-hmm. so one of these years we're going to definitely have him out for the the block party tournament and it's going to be something special nice and I mean, no.
1: and i mean hey if he needs a tag team partner just you are more, <laughs> Javi,
4: Javi, you are more than welcome dude you know that you uh-huh. you do a really good job I, I do need to say when um i see anything with the Iowa Central team and like you were kind of doing running the video and stuff like that and commentating you did a really good job because you brought a lot of energy, dude, and that's what people need. That's why people get in tune to things and and they want to watch it more, is because of the energy you bring. So, just hats off to you, dude. Appreciate it. Yeah, man.
1: But no, and I was actually gonna say when you mentioned that was Central, not like go <coughs> no, that day when we went down to Iowa City to play you guys. That was uh, that was honestly one of the most uh, fun tournaments I I I was because. I was at because my uh, sister was uh, able to make it. That's awesome. And, like, she got to see me do my thing and, like, got to see me support my boys. So, no, yeah, thank you for inviting us down there. Yeah,
4: absolutely. We always loved having Iowa Central. We love playing against those guys. So, do
2: you ever talk to them about after their two years at Iowa Central? Do you, Is there any prospect of getting some of those guys? Because I know we always talk about, like, after Iowa Central, a lot of those guys, it's like, oh, life, Lindenwood, Arkansas State. But, you know, that's not the path for everyone. Is there a chance that maybe some guys will go to a place like Iowa?
4: Yeah, I think there's there's a, there's a place for them at Iowa. I think they just don't know it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you know, they come in, and, and we wouldn't have the greatest of, of success against Iowa Central. We'd play them really physical. Like, they'd mm-hmm. always tell them, oh, yeah. tell the boys that they hit really hard, but you can hit really hard for so long that you yeah. still got to score the points, right? right. So um, I think – more and more as we play and as i get more recruits in and, and the program builds itself you know we'll we'll try to even out that that competition and then i think some of these kids will start realizing that there mm-hmm. is an opportunity just mm-hmm. down the road and maybe it is something that they want to be a part of a lot of those guys come to iowa city for the environment anyway mm-hmm. so i mean mm-hmm. let's be honest i was sent or iowa city definitely has an, an, a phenomenal environment yes. so mm-hmm. uh, um, oh, for sure. i think that's something that bodes well for for players if they want to come play there
2: yeah, that's uh, something I've always like, noticed is that I feel like for kids, they think, you know, after Iowa Central, it's got to be a varsity program. It's yeah. got to be an elite program. But it's like the programs in the state of Iowa, Iowa, Northern <laughs> Iowa, Iowa State, they're getting better and better, and they're competing at a national level. You saw Iowa State at the CRCs and the collegiate rugby sevens. You saw you and I in the national D2 15s, yep. and then the, they finished third in the CRCs for D2. And then Iowa has had success in national sevens and also wants to be there in 15s. And then coming out of COVID, getting rid of those protocols. I mean, you add a couple of those guys who've played on that stage before with Iowa Central. I mean, that can be a destination where, hey, you want to play on a big stage. It can happen at a state school in Iowa as well. You don't have to leave and go across the country to get that experience.
4: Yeah. The big thing is that I need to be, I need to do my due diligence and I need to get in front of the kids and and talk to Brent and like talk to these kids. You know, some of these guys that are doing trade programs, some of them do want to own their own business someday. Iowa has a phenomenal business school, right? Mm -hmm. So that's an opportunity for them. There's multiple different ways or paths that these kids can take. Some of them aren't necessarily looking into it at each university. They're Mm -hmm. just only looking at it. From whatever coach shows up to him and says, "Hey, I want you to play at Arkansas yeah. State, Washington State, or wherever." So it's it's kind of on me, to, or you know, myself, or even Ant to you know go get in front of these guys and let them know what programs we do have up to offer, uh, so they can kind of maybe stay in state and go to one of these two universities. Or three, sorry.
3: Well, you know another thing is going to be yeah, right? Yeah, come on. This, is a, this, this
4: might be a Wombat
2: podcast, but it's kind of also a Northern Iowa. Jason. I, know, I know. respect for you, boys. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
3: you know another thing, too, like, to consider, I guess, is, like, some of these clubs are going to potentially be stepping stones into the MLR, too. I mean, you know, we got some guys from Iowa State that could potentially be getting drafted. They're doing some stuff. We got a UNI guy that could potentially be getting drafted. Like, you know, that could be another big selling point at some point, too. You know, like... I there think you're gonna see. Teams.
4: You're gonna see over this next four-year wave mm-hmm. that there's gonna be kids that come out of Iowa that are gonna end up in the MLR. Mm-hmm. We yeah. have way too many athletes. Iowa is a breeding ground for yeah. athletes, and yeah. people don't even realize it. I mean, I've talked to a bunch of different coaches all over the nation, and they just from the conversations that we've had, I can just tell that they don't even realize that these kids exist. They're not even looking here. Yeah. And, and that's you know this is a testament to like casey and you know kelsey and all of these guys all these people that are uh, you know trying to do the select side things trying to get these kids looks because nobody knows they exist but yep. yet here we are waverly shellrock has got you know some phenomenal athletes mm-hmm. they're wrestlers some of them are just wrestlers first and then football players yep. and then and then rugby players but they can go to the professional level playing yeah. rugby. Yeah. Some of them might you know, wrestle. Uh, some of them might play D1 football. I've noticed a lot of kids that are going to play D1 football or just football in general end up quitting the team, yeah. and then they go end up playing rugby anyway. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Tavius, like, yeah, yeah. perfect example. That kid, I'm so fucking glad that he's playing. Yeah. like i love seeing him on the american raptors i yeah. think that's it it's such a fit for him and it's
2: only a matter of time before he will be on an nlrs no, i mean that's what the raptors the raptors basically is like a pool of like hey we're gonna season them and they're here when you need them and mm-hmm. and he i mean he has the size he has the skill and that's the thing too like coaching the roosevelt girls rugby team nobody knew and there's this new app next phase rugby yeah, I don't know mm-hmm. yeah. It at all. yeah. so nobody knew like, what was going on in Iowa. And then the girls game, all these new women's varsity programs are popping up. And they started seeing some girls from Iowa. They came to our state championship for sevens. And some of these college coaches for the women's programs were like, holy shit. Like, these girls can play. Yep. In three years, from Roosevelt alone, we've sent ten <clears throat> girls to college. Yep. And of those ten, four of them are on varsity programs. It's just one of those things where before, it was the same level of talent. But they just they didn't know they existed. and then yeah. this app helped them. And then once people start getting catching wind of it, they're like, we need to get those people. But for you as an in-state guy, like don't let our Iowa talent leave to other states. We're trying not to like, <laughs> think we are, but yeah. to that point mm-hmm. I
4: rafted the the girls state in Waterloo mm-hmm. when it was like downpour rain at uh, that time. That day was terrible. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was it sucked. But either way what didn't suck was the the level of play from these girls. Mm-hmm. Like it was incredible. And then you know they had uh, there was like a news channel that came out there and did a little yep. story on them. And yeah. I remember reposting that and talking about how how incredible you know, these girls are playing at such a young age, and of course that's a testament to the coaching mm-hmm. and, and all of you guys that are coaching at this level, but I'm really excited for the girls' rugby especially because I know with Iowa sanctioning women's wrestling, in comes Iowa rugby for women's or women's rugby as well, so yeah. I'm excited for it.
2: I think the biggest thing is just, We need more coaches. We do. And I think it's one of those things, we have them. I just think they need the confidence to actually do it,
4: Phil. Yeah, (laughs) Phil. Uh, Figure it out.
3: I don't even know how to respond to these, usually. Because I can't say... I brought it
2: up six episodes in a row. North Hoover's calling your name. We're
4: we're about to pop up. uh, We're looking at popping up maybe four different high school programs. That's the next thing
2: I was going to bring up was how is the Iowa Hawkeyes and how are you going to because right now Iowa City just has the one team yeah uh, at one time you got, there maybe was two teams, wasn't there, or it was, or was always,
3: it East or something like
4: that? It was, no, it was always one, I believe. But there was gonna be another yeah, one? Yeah, there, there was talks about another one, and then it kind of fell through the cracks, I believe. And I've heard that their football
2: coaches in the Iowa City area are very anti-rugby right now. They were. So okay. when
4: Josh Fleming yes. started up the Iowa City West program, yep. and he did a phenomenal job, and they went to state, I think, or yeah. went to the yeah. championship. And then they so. have a guy in the MLR, uh, yeah. Mason and mm-hmm. Cook. Cook, yeah. yep. Yeah, great kid, by the way. he's yeah. incredibly smart. But, yeah, so basically he had started that program up, and then um, th- there's a bunch of different hearsay. What, right. From what I understand was – they kind of brought him in and, and were like, all right, because he's a football coach too. Yes. Yeah. And yep. they were like, not a head coach, but no, nobody assistant. Yes. Yeah. And he's a good one at that. So yes. They brought him in and they were basically like, either you need to quit coaching rugby or you're going to quit plan- or coaching football. And he's like, well, coaching football is my career, so right. I'm done with the rugby thing, Damn. and you know, it, it is what it is. Well, they actually kind of made his decision for him and they right. fired him. So oh. then a bunch of parents got, you know, uh, my under- this is, again, my understanding from the, the stories that I've heard. But yes. uh, a bunch of parents came in and, like, kind of filed a petition and were like, no, this isn't right. And so then he got his job back, but then he couldn't coach rugby. Uh, and then another guy kind of came in and, and coached for a while. Um, and there were some ads and flows there. And then Iowa City West said they couldn't use the Trojan name and couldn't be sponsored, yada, yada. And then the club kind of dwindled just a little bit and they're a lot of it i think due to covid really uh, yeah. was the the biggest issue and then now we have liberty high i um, in north liberty uh they're kind of under the iowa city youth rugby name right now because yeah, they're using those
2: old jerseys yeah, yeah. but the kids so, are from a different school some of them are from different schools too right so yeah, 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 um, yeah
4: but they did there was a proposal put in um there's a teacher at liberty she played rugby in college uh, her oh, and her sister oh, so nice. awesome Right. Yes. Um, so she's huge supporter of it, and uh, she put in a proposal for them with the district to get them to use the Liberty name. Um, I live next to City High. City High is, has a women's wrestling Ooh. program now, and I want I want so bad to have a women's wrestling uh, rugby team right. started there because with the women's rugby comes the men's rugby always. Yep. So. Yep but I'm hoping that we can get that started up. Um, And then there's a couple other schools, uh, Solon um, and Regina I would like to reach out to. Um, And then Josh actually went back to City High, or sorry, uh, West High, and he put a proposal back in just recently. So I'm very confident here in the next couple years, we're gonna start seeing the Iowa City market oh. kinda of bloom. Um and I'm really excited for that. I can't wait for that.
2: That'd be amazing. Because I just yeah. I feel so bad for those eastern side teams where mm. they have to travel to so Des Moines yeah. almost every other week. <laughs> Fort Dodge sometimes. Fort sometimes. Dodge sometimes. always yeah. unless Fort Dodge hosts and they only get to host once or twice a year. Sorry, Tom. Uh, love Tom. <laughs> <Yeah>. Love <laughs> Tommy Yeah, but I gotta ask you a question to go back to college. Just okay. to remind me that. Tom Tom has a question. Okay love it so is there a street
4: sweeper out there what the hell get out of here. sorry uh, <laughs> even
2: on the door shut no a so uh the studio yeah no those teams they have to travel so far and like when you're trying to pitch it to high school admin and they're just like we don't see the benefit if you had four or five teams just in iowa city you could do a whole tournament of just iowa city teams yeah. that would be uh-huh. huge and then again the iowa college program or Hawkeyes, you guys are doing so well. I mean, there's so many people that eventually, like once those seniors graduate, they can help coach. Like, mm-hmm. are you gonna have players? Is that gonna be a part of something yes. that you're gonna require, yes. not require, but not like. Not
4: require, but I'm do- definitely gonna endorse, Yeah. right? So I had some of these uh, veterans most recently that had graduated when we were trying to get another high school mm-hmm. team started up. I told them, I was like, this is your opportunity to, yeah. to really help bring or you know give back to the sport. Mm-hmm. If you love this sport as much as you say you do, then this is how you're gonna give back to okay. it, right? Because at the end of the day, you're one person and you're gonna influence all of these people mm-hmm. and and then they're gonna go on, you know, through their collegiate careers or, or whatever the case may be, yep. and they're gonna do the same, whether it's through refereeing, coaching or playing.
2: And then they're gonna move off to somewhere like Clear Lake or yep. Storm Lake or Centerville or yep. just random towns across Iowa and it's like, we could see more programs pop up because yep. it's just, It's always funny when you get in a conversation with random people, and it's like, oh, yeah, I I had an uncle who played, or, no, I used to play back in the, and it's like, why aren't you coaching the team, like, why don't you start this in the community, and like, because like for us, I feel like we're always scheming, coming up with ideas, and you just kind of think like, oh, why, why aren't you doing that, you know, and it'd be cool to instill that in your college players. So then that way when they do move and they, they're like, well, I coached when I was in college, I can do this. I think it's adult. similar
4: to reffing. Some of these guys get certified. Mm-hmm. Like we've had so many people do their L1, yeah. 100, and they're not even reffing. Yeah, I'm one and of them. <laughs> and and, and, and I'm not, this isn't like me poking yeah. at you, but I'm just saying in general, like some of these people are just scared to do it. Yep. Like mm-hmm. it really is. That's all it is. Yeah. I think it's the same as coaching. Some yeah. of these people are passionate about it. They love it. They love to see it grow but they don't want to go through the you know the organizational piece because yes. they know how much stress is going to be involved yep. in it, but we just need more people that are willing to do it. And yep. at the end of the day, you guys know it's a mindset. Yep. Like, it's just something that you need. To, you just have to do it. And yeah. once you start doing it and once you start seeing the progress, like that's what's keeping me in coaching right yeah. now, is the gratification. This is the most gratifying thing I've ever done. I don't get paid to do what I do. Yep. I do it because I love it. And when I see a brand new kid come into my program, and never played rugby before in his life, and becomes one of the best players on the field, mm-hmm. that's, that's gratifying. Like I, Liam Kirk is the perfect example of that. That kid, his first year came in, he was from Council Bluffs, he was a really good wrestler, and he came out for rugby, and he didn't know, know a lick about it, but by the end of the season, arguably the best player on the field, without a doubt.
2: Does he live in West Des Moines?
4: He doesn't. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> and, and even if he did, I'd still make him drag Iowa City and put the Ducks. Just kidding. Yeah, just throwing that out there, you know. <laughs> fair enough, fair but enough. Before I forget, I'm going to get
2: to the Tommy. Tom McCliman question of the week. Oh,
3: boy. Uh, oh, this, is that a new segment? Sure.
2: Why not? I like this. No, Tom and I were just United like, oh,
3: yeah. yeah
2: actually, you know what? Before we do that, let's have another round yes and uh this round is sponsored by central city liquors and daily you brought in some special treats for us
4: yeah so what did you bring in uh i brought a special bottle of um some templeton rye can't really buy this stuff in the stores but we won't talk about that too much (laughs) Um, and uh brought in some ingredients and made my traditional um egg white whiskey sour yeah, the ashes, by the way. very good you liked it yeah, oh, yeah. good that's the, the first best. whiskey sour i've ever had
3: That's a really me big, too like take on it though because i've never had a whiskey sour with egg whites well
4: most so. people when you go in a bar and you're like whiskey sour they well whiskey sour, <laughs> like
3: a pint glass uh ice some
4: sweet and sour and like a shot of whiskey and it's like <laughs> all right whatever uh, this is like, like if you like go to a fancy <laughs> cocktail, like <laughs> it is, like I Juniper
2: mean, Moon, down, yeah, downtown So I, I used to work
4: at a social club in Iowa City, um, shout out Clinton Street Social Club. Uh, I don't think they're alive anymore, but I, I wish they would be. But I learned a lot about building cocktails there, mm-hmm. and that's kind of where I, I started with this. I mean, it's a really simple cocktail. It's just simple syrup, lemon juice, your whiskey, and, and some ice. So it's really nothing too much.
2: But, I mean, Javi, that's how you know it's fancy. Mm. Notice he said building. He didn't, building. He didn't make it. He, he didn't pour it. He built it. He ground up. You don't have it. to
4: drink it with the pinky in the air, though. I don't have to
1: go like this every time. Yeah. No.
2: But yeah, did you, uh, did you say you made a, a little pit stop before you came? Yeah, over? I stopped at <laughs> Central
4: City Liquors, actually. The shout-out to Central City Liquors. Uh, went in to get some ingredients, and then uh, I shouted out b-side boys podcast and the guy or i just said b-side boys right at the register and this guy looked at me like i don't he, i don't know what he thought but he just looked <laughs> and so then that, i just thought it'd be funny so i repeated myself there like, b-side boys and it was like kind of like Beetlejuice, juice yeah. right yeah. it would appear yeah. right and then i said b-side boys one more time and he just like looked at me it's like, the B-Side Boys podcast. And then some guy in the back of the store is like, oh, yeah, he gets 15% off liquor. I'm like, well, I'm not buying liquor. I'm just buying some ingredients, but whatever. <laughs> it
3: It would be funny if you had to say it three times, at Central saying, yeah. or you get know, 15% off. That? Yeah. yeah. Halloween special. Halloween, Halloween special. <laughs> oh, Halloween. B-Side
4: Boys, B-Side Boys, B-Side, <laughs> B-side Boys. <laughs>
1: say it three times and Ryan Gray shows up. <laughs> right
2: just comes out for the bag whatever they ordered. That's awesome. way, yeah. I don't even know what he says, but I have the suit on. Uh, oh, that'd be great. That was great. one of
4: my favorite movies growing
1: up. Oh, yeah, that Dude, really I watched cool, that man. movie, and it creeped me the fuck out, dude. I love it. You <laughs> like, want know something
2: it. crazy? You ever watch uh, American Horror Story? Oh, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. So... I'm not a big scary movie person because I'm kind of a puss. I love it. Oh. So my wife's like, "You gotta watch the first season of American Horror Story because it's so good." You know what's the what's the main guy's name that's in it? He was in X Files, right? Uh, oh, David I'm, Duchovny. He, yeah, it's like he's yeah. jerking off, looking out the window.
3: Like Anthony Mcdermott or whatever his name is, was the actor? It? Yeah. Sure. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> but I,
2: we get done watching it. Do you remember the last episode of season one? When they're scaring the new homeowners, I'm oh, like, yeah. "This is the plot of Beetlejuice." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because like, "Oh, a new family moved in. Like, let's scare them." I'm like, "This isn't scary. This is the this is Beetlejuice."
3: <laughs> That's a good point. I never thought of that. It bothered me the whole time because I'm like, "Oh, I'm
2: so scared because the little uh, chinchilla in the basement or what the chinchata what." Uh, Rumchata. The little monster. Right? I was going to say, like, what? <laughs> no, no, no. Do you, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, not all no, no, there's right? like a little little monster that like runs out of the basement like,
3: bah! Yeah, it's like a deformed like, kid or something. Yeah, because sort of they did yeah. experiments. Yeah.
2: Scared the piss out of me, but then when the last episode was like, just Beetlejuice, I'm like, this isn't, why was I scared of this? This is <laughs> right? stupid. Uh, but anyways, back to Tom McClyman. He asked the question, and I thought this was so good, because we are just shooting the shit about rugby one time. We do that sometimes and he had a great idea can we get some time Iowa Iowa State you and I and Iowa Central to get together for a tournament to see who the best team in Iowa is and just a celebration of Iowa rugby Iowa college rugby and i i mean everyone's in different conferences like besides Iowa and Iowa State and so i don't know if you could do it in the fall or the spring but just something to celebrate that like and like you could make yeah, a whole I think event, and is like, and, and then it would be what I mean. Think of like in basketball, they used to do the the four with Drake. Yeah, like, could that
4: be something that could happen? I mean, I think it, I think it has a strong possibility. I think if we're going to do that, though, have to well, be the spring, <clears throat> wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah central be, I guess. I, I guess I don't really care <laughs> when, <laughs> when necessarily. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess the kids would care, right? Right. Like yeah. when they're in school, or not in school, yada yada. But I think my biggest concern for that would be is who's going to be there watching so if you have these four universities that are going against each other mm-hmm. someone that is running some sort of like the all uh, what was that the midwest Midwest thunderbirds not Midwest well they can come too if they want but well, sure. i was saying uh, what lippert and uh brent and those guys did with the guy from minnesota jeremy uh, i can't think of his last name they went down to houston they brought the boys down to houston they actually practiced at the iowa facility and did their little trial there. It mm-hmm. was like the Midwest All Stars. Oh yeah, yeah. They. Oh yeah, I know what right. you're talking about. But yes, that, that is what we should yes. be doing. And not only should we be doing that in Iowa, we should be doing that in other states. So too, it would. Right? So, so now I'm
2: even thinking this is almost like <clears throat> senior side, select side. Yeah. Where not nah, Thunderbirds. It, it was kind of like Thunderbirds for the college, but it was it was the Midwest College All Stars. Yeah. And it had like they had a red logo, and then they went and played other college all star teams. Right. Yeah. I remember that now, yeah. I think,
4: I, th- I think we would see more of a benefit from it, yep. and, and I think these kids would be more passionate. I, of course, yep. they're already gonna be passionate about playing each other, but yep. I think they would be even more passionate about it mm-hmm. if they knew that some somebody's there watching mm-hmm. that wants to kind of pick their teams apart and take right. their best players, and then all formulate the best team. Mm-hmm. So
2: if, and I don't know why I'm talking as if I'm like in charge of anything that has to do with this, <laughs> but if we were thinking of planning something like this, Getting someone involved with a select-side sort of team for a higher-level, high-performance opportunity. This is how selection is made. And I think also, too, having a, a cup with the Iowa Cup. Yeah, sure. you know, like, and then also, if we did it in the spring, again, I don't know why I'm saying we. Every high school team should be there, too. Yeah, That be could be a networking yeah. event for high school people to be like, Hey, all four of these places are great. If you pick any of those four, you're probably going to lean towards Iowa. But no matter what, they're all good choices. Right. Yes, you all can benefit, and every player has different needs, and they might be met at different places. You could meet the players, you can meet the coaches. I-, I think it could be a benefit for the current college kids, high school kids, the coaches. I mean, and then also as an alumni, I just would love to see like everybody I know. I mean, we know all four Wouldn't coaches. would just
4: love to see what everybody's doing? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's it. That's, That's what it. these alumni I've... want. That now that they know that this shit exists and that, mm-hmm. that it's actually still mm-hmm. a thing. Because um, when, when our alumni played, they didn't they never played to this extent. I, I don't say never, or I guess I should never say never, but they weren't playing to this kind yeah. of level yeah. necessarily. A lot of it was still more social club rugby, yep. mm-hmm. and it was like the beer drinking leagues where I kind of started. And I think now they really do know that these kids are getting looked at, they're playing on a national level, um, and they're highly ranked. Mm-hmm. They, they're going to want to show up to watch it. Yeah, because they know that there's going to be good rugby being played.
2: Mm-hmm. New idea too. Let's get the rugby network to bring some cameras. They can stream it. I might
4: have oh. a plug for that. Oh. Really? really?
1: Yeah. We we I feel like we should get Kelsey in front of this. What do you mean? In charge of like it all. Get her in front of everything, like to to like put it all together. She's very. Yeah, feel like, she's I, feel old. Like, I feel like she works th- incredibly yeah. hard. Yeah. No, not the rugby. Not, not no 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 not no, 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 the not not, not, <laughs> not, <did>. the, <laughs> yeah. not the not the rugby network thing, but just like the like you guys said the, the, I, the, like, the, the Iowa Cup type thing, getting all the teams together. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean,
2: you throw Kelsey's name out there. She's. I'm just thinking from like, from a men's standpoint, like. But even a women's standpoint. But you could bring in the women's side. Yeah, there you You could have Iowa State, Iowa, and you and I because again. I think all three of those programs are fantastic programs. They're
4: growing. I was doing a good job. I'd say yeah. you and I is doing really really well. Iowa State's doing really really well, and, and Iowa is. They're uh, punching up, man. They are. They are punching up, and I, I love what Kathleen's doing with yeah. her program. And her and I talk quite a bit. Her and I have been talking a lot about getting our own programs kind of uh, a better working relationship mm-hmm. uh, because ultimately that's what needs to happen. Yeah. But yeah, she's doing a fantastic job with everything.
2: So. I'm I'm saying it now. I think this is a call out to all the college coaches in Iowa. You hearing Brent? That would be sweet (laughs) to see, like all the women's. Aunt, Jesus. Jesus. Tyler Daly, (laughs) (laughs) Megan, Kelsey, Kathleen, like. If we could find a central location, or maybe it's even rotating every single year at a You're different mean central
1: college too. Oh a,
2: yeah, central yeah, college. Yeah, yeah. Spencer. Yeah.
4: Spencer, I'm talking to you, buddy. Yeah. yeah. No, just get, talk to him today. get everybody. <laughs> I, I,
2: it would be amazing. And I mean, I guess it's kind of like all Iowa, but like if it was just college focused and like yeah. you said, we get people there to select or just to see. Heck, get even some MLR scouts there. I don't know. Like
4: we could Paul Emmerich. we could do something. We I, I'm sure yeah. we could manage to get something done. Okay. So Tom,
2: I asked the question. You didn't ask me to ask it, but I did because <laughs> and I also I what it's when, developing into. Because when Tom brought it up, he's like, dude, why don't they just all play? Like, that's a really good fucking idea. Why don't they all just play <laughs> at the same time? I exact don't think time? it needs
4: to be, like, us all in uh, a conference together. But no, it definitely needs no. to be us competing against each other because we do it anyway. Yeah. Like, one-on-one. So, mm. might as well just do, like, a round-robin tournament or something right. like that. And
2: then think of the event around it. I mean, it, yeah. it could be an event.
4: <clears throat> well, think of All Out. Yeah. It's the same concept, right? Yeah. But mm. with a little bit different spin. And we could make it a, a traveling thing, right? Mm-hmm. Where one team hosts each year or whatever yeah. the case may be. And then that could be an opportunity also for, you know, maybe a little bit of a, like stimulating their their income or their revenue, yeah. you know, maybe a, a pay-to-play model. Doesn't necessarily have to be that, but I'm just spitballing yeah. here. Like there's, there's opportunity there for sure. Well,
2: right. and I know like for you and I, when <laughs> the University of Illinois Chicago comes to town or uh, boy, Illinois, Illinois State Florida. Loyola. When they come to Cedar Falls, you're not going to get random college kids to get super excited. Like, oh, dude, we're playing against Loyola. Who cares?
5: Yeah. University of Iowa anything.
2: and Iowa State come to town. They're going to say, oh, I know guys from Iowa State. I yeah, know guys yeah. from Iowa. Yeah. I want to see that. And I just think that would be, I don't know, I think that would be really cool. So, something to think about. I'm not telling you what to do, but... Uh, you stop telling me what to fucking do, dude. <laughs> oh. Come on, bro. <laughs> uh,
3: uh, I mean, I think that would be a really cool idea. But I still like the idea of having it in Des Moines, though. It's pretty central location. No, West Des Moines. Yeah. West Des Moines. Yeah, that's <laughs> what... You <laughs> really fucks. Yeah. We no, want I, I everything. Know, I, don't, I don't disagree. <laughs> you, you, you know I
4: don't disagree. Yeah. Like, I think it needs to be... Tra- I think things need to travel around, especially with... Yep something like that it definitely needs to
2: well and it gives it new life every year and when yeah. you when you have someone new in charge they can put a new spin on it we just talked to the guy who runs stalemates the street league the uh, yeah. wrestling Okay. he was talking about every single time he puts this on he's on his third one it gets harder and harder every year cuz he has to reinvent it Yeah. yeah. you know so it's like with the block like
4: it, you know yeah. Yeah. like with the block party That's does how it how feel I feel. like oh 100% yeah. i feel that every year so this year you guys I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna talk about it. Like you're gonna see some shit this year, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." Tomorrow, and, Phil. And, yeah. yeah, I want to so, know now, though. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you're just gonna have to show up tomorrow. Can you oh, tell well, us? Can be. you tell
2: us like once we stop recording? Like,
4: I, I, I'll definitely tell you once once we stop recording. But <laughs> it's. It's. I mean, it's just we just keep adding one more wrinkle or a few more wrinkles each time. Like the last year we did, you know, like one stupid little thing that we added in that made the tournament run really well was walkie talkies. (laughs) I know it sounds so stupid, but like, Guys were sitting out in the middle of the fields reporting scores back to the score table. Scores would be updated immediately. That's you know, sick. And we had people come up to us afterwards and were like, This is one of the best well run tournaments that we've ever been to. And, you're and like, it was simply because of a fucking walkie talkie. <laughs> a that's child's actually, toy. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like this year, we, we added something different um, as far as the award ceremony is concerned. Ooh. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. Um, it's going to be cool, man. I'm, I'm excited yeah. for it.
2: You have to boof a whiskey sour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, man, you did that, uh,
3: didn't you? Boofed oh, it? <laughs> I do a baby bird out of James' uh, baby birdman with Fireball. That was...
4: DeAndre, (laughs) I I I baby D at uh, Grizzlies in Iowa City. I'll never forget that, and I don't even think he deserved it. I just told him he needed to do it. (laughs) He
3: obviously deserved it.
2: Oh, shout out D, and also shout out James. I feel like he, yeah, love the guy. He's like an honorary wombat because I just feel like uh, he we vibe real well with him. He played with us down at.
3: Uh, Nash Bash. Nash Bash. Well, I mean, he's been to a lot of our stuff and like every time you guys have like been in town, he stays. Yeah. And he hangs out. And he's, he's a social guy. Fun.
4: He's a great dude. He's a social mm-hmm. guy and that's why he's, he's the vice president of our board. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a, he's a good, excuse me, he's a good soundboard for me. Him and I have been around rugby long enough to mm-hmm. know what's going on. And when I say something, he just, he understands. Um, and he, maybe not when he's drinking, but <laughs> yeah. when him and I are, you know, not drinking, he becomes that kind of calming force for yeah. me. And he just mm-hmm. he can relate, which is really nice because it's tough when you have people that haven't been around this as much. Yeah. And when you're trying to explain things or talk through things with them, they just don't quite understand. Right. Um, yeah. And he's definitely that guy that, that kind of does that. So I'm, I'm so glad that he's a duck. Yeah. Well, I
3: love how he, uh, so like obviously he's a big social guy, something like that, and he's just a real wild dude. I mean, but he's like, not a big guy. Well, you know what I'm saying. He's, a, he's, a, he's big a big social, social guy. He's a big personality. He's a big social guy. I know. I'm, I just <laughs> want to make that clear. You didn't, <laughs> Let's he's not like, a big Wait guy. a minute. But, uh, no, like, he just, but he has, like, a whole different attitude, like, like, when we uh did the whole Quacky Bass thing. Yeah. Just like, oh, almost, yeah. Like, he just, you know, flips a different switch, and yeah. he's, like, you know, like, all in, getting it's, it it's like but, character. Yeah, it's, like, it's he just weird. rolls with it. Yeah, yeah. I love it, though, like, yeah, how he'll just instantly, like, he turns it on, and he's just, like, ready to go, taking it seriously, like, not goofing off or anything like that it's pretty interesting he's the
2: best goofer and when it's time to be (laughs) serious he gets it done yeah Yeah. exactly Mm -hmm. and like that's that's what you need and yeah i I think too that's it's interesting you said that too like i feel like sometimes when young guys get involved you love it on the admin side but you also have to go through this process they're like oh i have this idea and you're like we've tried that for nine years in a row like like we got to Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're they're super excited. And that's one thing I I always love talking to you, Tyler, because I feel like both of us, our brains are always kind of scheming about, like, what's the next move? We're always looking to, like, grow things in, like, in a different way. And we're always trying to, like, learn from other people. That's why I was, like, super excited to have you on because I'm like, pick your brain. Also, steal your ideas, you know? It's always... And they (laughs) are
4: there to steal. Like, I am not... I'm an open book. I think if anybody knows me, they know that I'm an open book. Mm Like. I want this sport to grow. As soon as I found competitive rugby, mm-hmm. I just realized like how much it meant to me. Yeah. So now I want to instill that in everybody else. And yep. if I can help somebody grow or if I can help a, an organization grow or whatever, if I can provide any value, I want people to reach out. Like I, We just had a, a meeting last night, coaches meeting, or on Monday, yeah, Monday night, we had a coaches meeting mm-hmm. and uh, there was a, a team that is kind of Almost essentially relegating themselves a little bit, and their their numbers are just kind of dwindling. So they they need to work on building the program back mm-hmm, up, mm. and it's not easy for them to travel, and they're you know falling out at the last minute before the matches start, and so they they're kind of just going to do like a development side and play against B sides, mm. and in that he asked he asked if uh, you know there's anything that he could be doing to like put them in a better position, and all of the coaches in our meeting spoke. Excuse me. Spoke up and basically, you know, gave some some pointers to him. And uh, we then kind of came to the agreement that we would put together an email distribution list. And all he had to do was simply email that list with questions because he's a younger kid. Yeah. And he just emails the questions to these, some of these tenured coaches. And if one of us can provide value or, you know, a few of us can provide value, mm-hmm. that's not only is that going to help him. But it's also going to help us too, as coaches. Like other programs are doing things differently, and to your point, mm-hmm. we can take and steal things mm-hmm. from each yeah, other. That's, oh my god! Yeah. And then it's again kind of like the conversation or the uh, the saying: "The rising tides raises all, all ships. ships." It's yep. it's so fucking true, dude. It, it is so true. Good. And
3: we've you said that quote on here so many times. Uh, yeah. Ryan Ryan shirt, has just actually like said that.
4: Sports, you need to make a shirt of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, that's a <laughs> that's nice <next> venture, right? <laughs> t-shirt, <laughs> make a t-shirt. Definitely no, we we
1: have to get some merch out there, like for sure. I mean, we got to make money somehow. (laughs) I I think
2: that's amazing. And I think, too, you know, you understand, like, it'd be really cool to be, like, the best, we win everything, but that's not how this sport grows. And I think, like, your goal is this sport needs to grow more than I need to feed my ego of, I need to win every match that I'm I'm involved in. I'm glad you Mm -hmm. said
4: ego. Ego is a huge part of of Iowa rugby, and Mm -hmm. it always has been. You know, we've always touted ourselves as you know, D3 rugby players and, you know, a team would go to nationals or a team would go to the playoffs or whatever. And it's like, we did this, we did that. And it's like, at the end of the day, you really didn't do shit. Mm -hmm. Like check your fucking ego and do something that's going to grow the the sport around you. And then all of a sudden that team that you were so highly touting is now going to become even higher level. Mm Right. You know, Mm -hmm. you go from the D3 to the the D2 to the D1 and and you're going to see a lot of growth. Uh, but you gotta check the ego, right?
2: I was just gonna show you my D two <laughs> national oh, runner-up no. medal, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <Cool> <laughs> Dang though. it! I was gonna I'll do be a be show be, and tell. A different segment. Cool, let me let me cross that segment <laughs> out.
3: <laughs> 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 okay, don't really? show Tyler my medal. I was so <laughs> proud of.
2: No. <laughs> uh, all kidding aside, though. Um, I love that. That's
3: awesome. Yeah.
2: No. Uh, so awesome. So, speaking of like at an organizational level, you took on a new role this year. Um, not really. Yeah. You jumped at it. Yeah. Because um, I was in that meeting, and I also didn't jump at when my name was said as well. Uh, you're the new vice president of the Iowa Rugby Union. How's that been? I know it's it's one of those things where everybody who's doing something in Iowa Rugby is doing something for a high school team, like a, a men's team. Like, doing everybody's doing so yeah. much. So... What's that look like for you? How's that going? Congrats uh, on that, by the way.
4: Thank you, man, I appreciate yeah. that. It's really tough to say because I, I've i only done so much and it's mm-hmm. merely just been communicating, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's something that we all can get better at. Yes. It, you know, the people that were doing, running the union before us, they did a phenomenal job. Uh, one person that comes to mind is Nick Heuran. The dude did do a lot of work and, and it was thankless work and mm-hmm. people just didn't understand mm-hmm. um, because they don't know what's going on behind the scenes and how much work it takes to be an administrator. Right. Um, so I, right now, it, it's really tough trying to get the bearings, trying to understand, you know, who's doing what and whose responsibilities are what. What the, um, the uh, what do you call that with uh, Bylaws, right? Bylaws, oh, right? Oh yeah. Trying to figure out what those are because those bylaws have to be out of date by now. We okay. need to revamp those. Didn't they say to... the last
2: time they were updated was in the early nineties? Sure. Like the internet didn't geez. exist.
4: And so that's that's yep. something that uh, Pat and I, Pat Lawson, who's the president, um, him and I talk quite a bit, and we have a lot of ideas, kind of like the same conversation that you and I have. Mm-hmm. We always are, are kind of scheming things and trying to figure out how to make things better. Um, so I'm really confident moving forward that the Iowa Rugby Union is going to take another leap. Um, mm-hmm. it just It's going to take some time and patience. And like for anybody that's listening, they need to understand that you know, we're going to have some <coughs> growing pains. Like mm-hmm. With growth comes growing pains. They just need to understand that you now have people that are in positions to really try to take this to the next level. Again, it's not to say that anybody wasn't doing anything well before the previous administration they had the worst hand dealt to them mm-hmm. through covid and i i can't believe that they were able to keep it together as well as they did because honestly there was a lot of like hurtful things being said to them about mm-hmm. like how they're handling the covid restrictions and things like that and it's just it's bullshit and they need again throw the fucking egos to the side mm-hmm. let people do the work if you have an opinion then bring it to the fucking table like, bring a solution, bring a remedy instead of just talking about a problem. I can't stand that. Yep. That's, like, one thing that I talk about to my players. If you want something fixed, then bring the issue and bring a possible solution, yes. and then we'll talk about it. If you don't have a solution to come with a problem, then don't fucking talk. Yeah. I, I, I don't necessarily talk to, the, like, my players like that, but it's it's true. Like, that needs to happen. So, again, like I said, anybody that's listening, just know that the Iowa Rugby Union um, your administrators are working hard on um, trying to bring, you know, more opportunities for the Iowa Rugby Union for growth um, And we definitely will if, if they stick with us Definitely
2: and I think I've, I've been in enough meetings like in education and it drives me nuts I think you nailed it on the head fucking drives me nuts nothing worse than sitting in a meeting and other teachers would be like This student does this this and this bad. Oh this group of students. They do this this and this." I hate this. And they spend 45 minutes bitching about something. It's like, yeah. so what supports can we give them to improve the behavior? How, Like, what are we going to do about it? And they're like, well, I don't know. But I don't like it when they show up late and they're stoned. Yeah, me neither. But how do we support them? And it's the same thing. And I hope with this podcast and I hope with the newsletter and I hope with all this, there's more transparency. Because yeah. I think it's so easy when you don't know the people in charge. And I think when there's a lack of communication, it's really easy for people to sit in their circles and go, well, they should do this. Well, yeah, why, why don't they do this? And then you go, well, they isn't just this like unknown government entity. Mm-hmm. They are people with jobs and families. Wives. And they're also the president of their men's club. And they're also mm-hmm. coaching a college club. They're trying to do multiple things at once. And it's not from a lack of care it's not from a point of you know I really want to fuck over um the West Des Moines Wombats those guys suck let's uh let's do something that hurts them no it's there's more there's so many moving parts and it's so easy to focus on me 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 why isn't my needs being met by these unnamed people and it's like no you know who these people are and they are working their tails off and so I I, I do think that's why like I was really glad to have you on and I really wanted to make sure I hit this point as well too like you have really great ideas they're going to happen but it does take buy-in and it does take help and volunteer work from other people to get the ball rolling and then also with that newsletter as well it's like there's great things happening we need to celebrate the positives and we need to also make sure like hey you know what there's gonna be bumps along this road but there's good shit happening.
4: No, you're do- you're also doing a really good job with that newsletter. Um, that's something that we've lacked and we've never really had. Um, and I've looked at the analytics on our social media pages and and every other post, we're talking thousands of mm-hmm. people, not just eight thousand, thousands oh, of mm-hmm. people are seeing this. Yeah, I don't care if it's a hundred people that are reading it. The fact that six thousand people have scrolled through their feeds and saw it, mm-hmm. it means something, right? right. So eventually as things keep growing, that thing is gonna be a central location for information. Yeah. Right? And, and people are gonna to go to that for a guide. And so as long as we stay consistent with that, yep. I think that's actually what's going to be a, a turning point and it's actually gonna push um, more teams to pop up and more mm-hmm. schools to get involved yep. because somebody's gonna be talking about it at mm-hmm. some point. Right. Hear, hearsay is always a big thing. Word of mouth is always a big thing. And especially when good things are happening, other people want to be involved in it. Yeah. They don't want to be involved with the negative. They want to be involved with the positive, yeah. and this is the positive.
2: And I hate to, again, from my experience in working in a public school, I hate so much when people go, "Well, nobody told me." Like when mm-hmm. we're like we're looking <laughs> yeah. for a coach for select sides, we need a coach for fifteen select side. We don't even have a sevens select side this summer, and a lot of times conversations happen. Well, why didn't they do this? And someone will go. Well, no one told me. That was my whole emphasis behind this newsletter was, I'm so sick of that excuse of people saying I didn't know. I literally, I'm just going on social media, collecting everything I see, putting it in one place. That's it. Yep. And it, I just want to get rid of the excuses of, it's somebody else's job. fault that I couldn't help. Yep. Mm-hmm. I can't help you because someone didn't tell me,
4: fuck that. Yep. Like
2: get rid of excuses. You you know.
4: do, you, you kind of nail it on the head there. Like it's back to the point of bring you know bring the problem to the table and then also bring an idea or a solution to the table. Yep. So mm-hmm. the next time we have the AGM, yes, the annual annual general meeting. Yep. Um, you know if if I am a, an administrator again, I want people that come in to have problems and solutions or ideas of how they want to fix the problem, and then we're going to hash it out right then and there. Um, I think the biggest thing that we were lacking this year, or in, you know, in previous years, is we want so many things to happen coming out of COVID. Mm-hmm. Everybody is trying to force so much shit to happen, mm-hmm. and it's, it's draining. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. what's frustrating people. What they need to have is a little bit of time and patience and understand that this all can work mm-hmm. if you are willing to do a little bit of work. And yep. if you're willing to listen or if you're willing to bring an idea to the table, um, so like I, I want more people this next year to, to come to the meeting and really have some thoughts and ideas that select side team mm-hmm. is one of the number one things on our list like nice. that is the one thing that I think needs to start sooner yes and, and there yeah. needs to be a coach already willing and able yeah there is no excuse it just needs to be there so that way we can kind of uh, mold around it yeah like year-round like just somebody that we
2: know <laughs> That we know that we can, they can have an idea, they can start, not saying they have to work year round, yeah, but yeah. just they formulate this idea and we know the process because the last three years ever since COVID, COVID, COVID yeah, yeah. They, and we had something good going there. We didn't? had something yeah. good, but then now it's just like, ah, is someone going to do it? With a month left, someone jumps in It's like Nico did it the year before and then DeAndre this year. And it's just like, we need to exist. Yeah. yeah. And Hopefully. the thing is, we talk about this talent we have in Iowa. Yeah. We could be doing so much more with what we have, if and, it, and it's not saying anything against like what Nico's done, and DeAndre's done. Their backs were against the wall. Yep. Without them, it wouldn't have. We wouldn't have even had a team. We would have been CarFu. No one wants to be CarFu. They didn't <laughs> yeah, show didn't. up. <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> no, CarFu um, didn't show up to select oh, side. Oh, yeah. Man. So you know what? Even though Team Iowa may have went zero and 2, 0 and three for the day. Zero and two. 0 and 2
4: we still beat CarFu because we showed up.
3: Yeah. You know what I'd really like to see they'll take over, though, again, is Moose. He does a great job.
4: Moose does a a really good job. I think there just needs to be more. It's not just – so we need to separate things more. And I Mm -hmm. I get it. Like, there's not uh, enough coaches out there. There's not enough administrators out there. I understand that. But at the end of the day, we need to do the due diligence to find a coach Mm -hmm. and an administrator. And those people are then separated in their responsibilities. So that way, it's not all on the coach because – let's be honest, usually it's all on the coach. Yes. There isn't, the the coach is the administrator and that's what I I feel like if we tried to do that more, you would find that we'd have more success with these types of things. Mm
2: -hmm. Because people are getting burnt out and they go, you want me to do the social media posts, you want me to send an email, you want me to scout, you want me to watch game film, you want me to come up with practice plans, you want me to find a practice field.
3: And all for free.
2: I quit. (laughs) And, and, And like, you can't blame them for that and that's where it's like, we have Tommy to. That's good. <laughs> All right. Isn't it? <laughs> Centrosodity liquors. Yeah, it tastes better because it came from them, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Plugging it. Oh, yeah. Hobby loves to plug it. Um. <laughs> no, and and. Uh, it's funny too. Like as we're going through this with these drinks across the table, it's like we're getting more serious. We're getting like more, you'd think we would get more silly and more goofy. Yeah, we're go the opposite direction. We're getting real serious here because <laughs> all these
3: ideas. Man. Yeah. It's, it's, well, and it's I hope just somebody's writing this down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. No, don't worry. Which my two words there.
1: Sixteen uh, drinks have been. Seven the two whiskey <laughs> sours. <laughs> No, I counted those. Like oh, that's okay. like that's almost twenty drinks well, that's throughout 100. this entire thing. This is
4: like a hundred and some odd proof So you
2: can tell, Javi's, You're twenty-one, right? Yeah. Thank God. He's get, of age. Oh. No, I was just gonna say. He said thank. No, I was just gonna say like, look at this guy counting drinks over here. Because <laughs> oh,
1: <yeah. laughs> you're just a boy. It's yeah.
2: Funny. What's the I, most drinks you've had in one night?
1: One night. Oh, yeah. boy. Eight. I'm I'm a lightweight. I'm oh, not. I'm I'm not, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I yeah. am a
2: lightweight. Well, and the thing is too. You know your limit. You drink responsibly. You know if you go past eight, no one's gonna have a good time because you know you just gotta, right. you get a little tipsy. Just lose cannon.
3: Yeah. <laughs> How many of you have Mr. Gray? That way, Bob's <laughs> just, just, yeah, just, we, into that. Oh,
1: man. No, no, no. I remember Gray saying, my limit, like in the chat, in the one by chat, he said, okay, my limit is three. And this was during the Kelsey episode. My limit is three. Oh, I remember so every... every, I, no, 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 every no, 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 My
2: limit isn't three. I was just saying for, like, the podcast to stay focused. I should stop at three. I have CrossFit no, yeah, that's, in the morning at 5 a.m. Yeah, yeah. Bah, bah, bah. Oh, know. oh, he's CrossFit. Oh. oh, he's one of those guys. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. And, and, and he's... Up. Up CrossFit. No, no, no. no, <laughs> no.
3: Someone else always gets slipped in there. It does. Not until...
2: <laughs> no, the first eight episodes we did. It was
3: no. just the last three. Oh, No, I know they've been in a few of those. Yeah, the last four. Okay. Now it's kind no. of a joke. We're kind of I'm, leaning I'm gonna into I'm going to go it. back through and listen
2: okay. to now. <laughs> You haven't been listening? Like, I, our analytics. I've been
3: listening this guy yeah. doesn't
2: give a shit about the numbers. Yeah. I'm over here just crunching face. numbers on spreadsheets and Phil's like, I don't even listen on He's Spotify. just the personality. And yeah. I just
1: make everybody
3: sound pretty. Why is you know? it on the face. Yeah. yeah, the face of our radio mm-hmm. or our podcast.
2: But you ever, face you've face. seen the website Philly, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we did a Wade Boggs party.
3: This
2: is awesome.
3: Yeah, no, it was like when that episode actually came out because I was still in college. And so we wore white tees and we had like four um, like administrators or whatever. Four commissioners yes. that would go around and mark our shirts.
2: And it was on Martin Luther King yeah. weekend. <laughs> yeah. and I only said it because I had, we had the Monday off,
3: yeah. and we did this on yeah, a Saturday. Was it Saturday? Yes, because
2: Friday night I made a bet with Zach Bailey that, like, I don't remember what the bet was. It was a drinking bet, and whoever lost had to buy a 30-pack. So then I had to buy a 30-pack for Bailey because obviously he outdrank me. Like, the dude is a tank. Wait oh, the way box? No, no, no. He had drank in chugging. No it was like a chugging challenge. Okay. I can't chug beer. <laughs> so then I was like, i have to buy him a 30 case. So Saturday morning, I walked over to the Marlboro Manor, and I'm like, hey, I have your 30, and it's like 9 a.m. And I'm like, let's just start. So we started playing video games at 9 a.m., and we started drinking beer, and I was wearing a white tee, and I'm like, let's start marking them. Yeah. And it was a Saturday, because I needed the entire Sunday to stop crying. I cried a bunch. Like, like, like what, 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 kind of cry was it? But... Well, what,
1: what, what kind of cry was it? Was it like an ugly cry or? Oh like... yeah, it was like Derek Kupras got real
2: religious with me,
1: <laughs>
2: and like I was like an existential crisis after. How many, like, what was that? 30, 40 beers over uh, well, 24 I hours?
3: Those, I remember the end of the night, you were at 40 plus. I want to say 43. And then we lost the. I we was doing. kicked out of Octopus. Mm-hmm. I remember that. It's awesome. it a bar. Well, how'd uh, that yeah. like a hipster bar on the hill. <laughs> yeah.
2: Really? They would do, uh, the reason we went there was because they had $1.50 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. PBR mugs.
3: Yeah. Well, then a, they did that on, like, unlimited mugs deal, too, for like five mm-hmm. or ten bucks. What was yeah. that bar at the bottom of the hill? The hydrant? No. Mojo? Oh, oh when Mojo's, I was yeah,
2: bad like, pizza. Well, I
4: mean, I, I, I don't. Is it still a bar? Is it? Still no. A so I'm they, say, they changed
2: it into Gingers, and then the Jeez. Chinese, uh, Great Wall, the Chinese restaurant right next to it, yeah. burnt down, and Gingers caught on fire. Fire sprinklers went off. They got a bunch of mold. They had to tear Gingers down, and oh. now Great Wall's back up. And, and Great, great Wall's back... up. <laughs> I don't even think that's a bar anymore, is it? No, it's
3: not. It's like non-existent just, now. It's a vape yeah. shop, probably. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't no, think it's anything.
2: The hill right now, the OP is gone on the hill. What? Hey, it's opening up on Main Street now.
3: Yeah, but is it going to be the not same It's not the hill. same. I know it's not it's the not same. The I'm the just saying they're yeah. opening back
2: up. But, yeah, Lex saw that on Facebook. But the thing is, like, we went there, like, a bunch, like, Lex's roommates, they all went to you and I and all their husbands went there. So we every year we'll go there as, like, old people, like, hey, we're back. The hill literally is, like, six vape shops. Yeah. That's it.
3: It's very strange. And
2: then the octopus is there, and I took all them to the octopus, like, oh, Lex and I, we used to do trivia here, and we'd play footsie, and then we kissed, and then they're like, okay, (laughs) whatever, this is weird. Oh, I remember. And then they're like, this is a weird hipster bar. I'm like, yeah, it's awesome. I'm like, can we go to Maine? I'm like, oh. (laughs) oh." But yeah. No, that, the Wade Boggs, yeah. That was fun, yeah. I... Definitely didn't get anywhere close
3: to what you were at that night. That's the thing.
2: I can't chug a beer, but it was like, oh, I'll, do, a marathon drinker. I'll do 40 in the night. And... Can't chug a beer. No. Oh, so man. Like, well, I remember you, like, getting... boat races, things like that. I And, like, I don't sing songs, like, when it's like, oh, I'll do the chorus. And then when people are holding them up to their head, like, I'll sing it. I can't chug a beer.
4: I love being the anchor on boat races absolutely love it. Uh speaking of do that a
3: few times. Speaking I'll of love love
1: drink, it. speaking of drinking games. Have you guys ever uh played The Ratlin Bog? What?
3: What? Is what? <laughs> okay, Was that so a word? Yeah. No, yeah.
1: So um, the Rattlin. The Rattlin uh The Ratlin The Ratlin Bog. Oh. Yeah. So it's it's a song. It's a drinking song. And it's like oh ho the rattlin' bog da 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 Leo uh oh, huh the rattlin' bug da, da 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 Are there actually words there? Or do you
2: go na 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 na? No, I'm just
1: I can I can't remember the lyrics, so you I'm just so I'm one? just
4: uh, I'll take an old I'll So one. One. there
1: there's a uh, there's lyrics to it, Throwing but I, but I but I can't remember the words to it right now, but so like and then the, it goes like really really fast and like so it builds up. So it starts slow like it does like maybe like one uh, verse or two and then it maybe speeds three. up maybe three then it <laughs> speeds up throughout the entire game. So whenever it hits like a certain chorus and you'll know when cuz people who have played it before will point it out to you. So so the, as this as this as these verses are going you drink until it goes back into the main chorus. And, like, it builds up and it builds up, and it's it's really fun. Like, it's kind of like yeah. a – have you guys ever played Thunderstruck?
4: Oh, yeah. Every so, time like, they, so ACDC's uh, song yeah, Thunderstruck. Thunder so it's
1: kind of like that. Mm, okay, so, but okay. it, the song is called Ratten. We do
4: that in my CrossFit
2: class for a warm-up. Every time they What's say that? Thunderstruck, you do a burpee. Oh. <laughs> that
4: What's that? Uh, or Roxanne? Nico did in, in, Roxanne. in Roxanne. Uh, Roxanne. Which college? You Iowa, and I are Iowa. Iowa. What was the the, the dark-haired chick? Uh, she always touches her hair in that video. Um, Share? No. Cher? <laughs> sure. Come on, you guys can help me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. she, you. You Rebecca me, Black? No. Dark-haired girl. Uh, let's Google it. Uh, Joe Rogan guy. You're. Yeah, the, yeah, what's well, his name? Jamie, 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 come but, on, get on the get on the Google. The Google the, machine. Yeah, get on the Google. Um, oh, Mark Norman,
2: he'd say, give it a Goog. <laughs> give it a
4: yeah, Goog. Uh, it's, God, I can't think of it. Call Nico right now. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do yeah, an impromptu. Yeah, hey, man, I was about to say impromptu call phone right. call. Let's go. He's probably. Yeah. He, He's probably like, we'll call Ma- Mike Nemshaw because he'll it, know too. It is 1030. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. yeah.
2: He'll uh, probably be like, "Oh, sorry, we're making food for Instagram." I, love I hate his <laughs> Where's that?
4: Where's that anything? and he thinks it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try it one more time.
5: All right.
2: Well, your speaker is so much louder than
3: mine.
2: Yeah, no, yeah, no, definitely.
1: I was about to say, there's no point in me cutting, it, dude. <laughs>
4: He doesn't
2: answer. I swear. You're, you're going to call him next. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: I, don't have, I
1: don't have Nico's Facebook.
2: Facebook
4: call him. <laughs> <laughs> We'll call him Mike Nemshoff next. We're just going to start no. dialing people. How <laughs> many photo friends do you get?
1: I think it's only one. Uh, <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is
4: terrible. De- is it Demi Moore? <laughs> Not Demi Moore. Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato. Hey. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah!
1: Cheers! Cheers! Cheers. Yeah. There we go. Oh, There we go. I'm Wait. not. I'm not cutting. Okay, when did to she say, touch her hair? I don't well, know. No. Some
4: song. She's like, I don't know. She, she kind of looks kind of cute, but. She, <laughs> touches her hair every time so this she is from a long hair, time ago because she, yeah, so she yeah so she's, she's like, like a like heroin addict or something now isn't she but she's always been no, no she's, oh, she's, she's, yeah, she's no, okay well, she's now an activist
2: oh okay well either way every time <laughs> you
4: pull it up on here actually or probably um she I every know, time I'm, she touches her hair in the video you yeah, have to drink good. and it's like every other like Damn. it's all the time, we I could do that during what? this podcast. Yeah, so. we're
2: gonna play this game here. <laughs> oh um, God, give me a guys beer. So long. Give me a beer.
1: <laughs> oh, what?
2: you're almost out, dude. Yeah, you want a diet coke or a Bush N A? You probably want Bush. A. Oh, we could listen to Coco Melon. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, no
1: I'm good. Do you guys want to play Rattlin' Bug actually or no? No. No. <laughs> <Not> okay. <here. laughs> gotta uh, like, you gotta Can know I, the lyrics. We, you'll out. know. <laughs> okay. Like, just... That's
2: what Demi Lovato looks like now on the far Holy left. Moly, yeah, exactly. you see what I'm saying? She's a troll. Good. 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 What is going on? Yeah, it's not good. So what would I put? Touch hair. No. Man, I was just thinking, like, <laughs> what song are we supposed to look for? Touch hair.
3: Touch hair. Song. Oh well, there was a song in that top ten. You can see her touching her hair there. Okay, well.
1: Yeah. I mean, I just—I bet she like probably does that. Yeah, yeah. There but you go. That, up, up, go, right, go right,
4: go right.
2: Phil's big dumb go right, heads. Go, in right, right. go right, go right. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, be...
4: Go back, go back, go back. It's cool for the summer. It is. It's that one. It's cool. that one. All right. How, how many minutes are we
1: on? We are at an hour and 36. This is awesome. 96, yeah.
4: <laughs> I'm with it more than you're with it. Yeah, all right. so, now you gotta drink. All, all right, home. drink. Yeah, dude. Okay. So, so, so we have to call exp- out every drink, so yep. that way everybody Ex- understands. Explain the game again. So every time she touches her hair, you have to drink. Oh, I've heard this song. Yeah.
1: Cool for the summer. Nope.
4: Oh. Ah. <laughs> it's like
2: 419 million views. Well, oh, this
1: this was a pretty popular song.
2: It's like in, uh, Dace and
1: confused when the kid touches his
4: nose. Drink.
1: Yeah. So is it every time Demi touches
2: her yeah,
4: hair, or any, just like any Demi other? Demi, okay. Yeah. Drink. drink. Oh, this like, song is about like like TikTok. At, it's like we're at yeah. an auction. <laughs> <laughs> People have been- Oh fuck! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> drink, drink. Fuck huh.
2: Jesus! <laughs> Does she
1: have hair down there? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Again, what the fuck?
4: You were kidding. She doesn't care. It was ridiculous.
1: <laughs> this is a good music video, though. It is. Yeah. Wow. I, yeah. Again, what the you, fuck? It's worse than Thunderstruck. Oh my god, I can't. I'm gonna throw up. I can't. Chuck. Who oh,
3: <laughs> came up with this idea? <laughs>
1: you wanted me here. <laughs> I can't. Oh. Okay, for the jersey release, video, you know, we need to use this song. <laughs> Can
2: we all do this the whole time?
5: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I
4: don't. Jeez. Hey, okay, dude.
2: What have you done to us, dude? Ooh, that was a good one. I'm just here
4: to help you guys. <laughs> Man,
2: she really fell off. That poor
4: girl. I don't really pay attention. I don't watch a lot of TV. Or well, just no, it's just it's I just, just like um, she, she's but yeah. Yeah, I don't do uh, a lot of is. heroin either. So yeah, I'm not a big hard drug guy. Like yeah. I've never done them. I think giving plasma uh, took care of that for me cause they gave me like again three, what three the fuck? So I uh, had to stop going. Really? So
2: bro, I'm I'm 41 plasma deep and I have zero hematomas. Well,
4: then mine must have sucked because if you see these veins,
2: you got good veins. Oh yeah, get
4: they're, it, popping, the they're popping,
1: bro. They okay. are popping. No, I've done like there's this one TikTok thing, like it's where like vein check and you just touch the top of your like yeah, yeah. top of your forearm and then you just like, yeah. I don't work out as much, so one more. One
4: more. She touched at the very end. Oh, oh, uh, right. Right. So Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, boys. Cheers, boys. Successful podcast.
2: So, daily, just so you know, like, you have broken a world record tonight.
4: Well, I had a feeling that we were going to. Yeah. I probably talk more than I should sometimes, but yeah. that's all it matters. More
2: work for Javi. And, uh, <laughs> no, I, I mean, the thing is, Javi, like, other than maybe just a little bit as we were getting that video ready... You don't have much to edit. I mean, no, because
1: a lot of the content has been very fluent. There's not been a a lot of pauses, so this might actually want to be the this this might be one of the most easier nights for me to work on. Did you just make a (laughs) fart noise with your mouth? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs>
4: this guy. Yeah. This the, old, the old Mike would have never caught that, but this one will. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, what do you think of this? This, this look is at a sick. This is actually. no.
1: I like. I like how it. Way it's cool. like it makes it more spread out. Like because with the with the last own, own,
4: one. like For my business, actually. No, oh, yeah. I thought about it. The, the it. Iowa City Ducks, actually, Ducks I've, podcast. I thought about doing a lot of different podcasts. I actually want to do. I actually want to teach financial literacy. Mm. Um, so I thought about doing something like like a spin off of that. Um, oh nice. But, but we'll see what happens. I'm it's a work in progress. I want to do some stuff in like high schools for like seniors. Yes. Um, I really want to do that. I uh, would love to do something at the university but I'm sure they wouldn't really want me to do anything. So. They don't want
2: people to know the secrets. They well yeah they want you to be in debt to the university. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or they just oh. don't like
4: me because I'm the rugby coach
2: yeah i mean i think one thing that i've heard you say multiple times no matter what entity you've worked with it's always been like yeah they wouldn't listen to me and then they realized i'm serious and i think what that really means is you're persistent oh and I, like, i'll never quit yeah i don't quit because you're like this I'm is okay. a good idea it's gonna work we're doing this and they're like yeah, and you're like i'll be back
4: the only reason i i feel like that's kind of grown on me a little bit and i've like kind of taken that and ran with it a little bit the persistence side of things uh, was when I first started seeing some success and stuff that we're doing, like, administratively. And mm. um, the Ducks, perfect example, the Ducks back in the day, after about four or five years of playing, we had dwindled down to, like, showing up with two guys at practice. Yeah. And I, I was actually, this is a funny story, I was gonna transfer my sip to Bremer. Yeah. Casey and I had talked about this, and my coach took my me to, to grab drinks or whatever, and he was like, daily, Here's the thing, you obviously are passionate about this and you want this to go places, you wanna do something with it. Right now is the perfect opportunity for you to take the chance on it and like jump off the cliff and just like own it. Um, if you leave this behind now, like you, you'll never know like what you could have done yeah. or what you could have accomplished with that. And I did, I kind of told Casey like, I'm gonna give this one try in one year, like and if it doesn't work out and people don't follow, like then I'm, I'm probably gonna transfer. That first year we kind of did really well, like yeah. just bringing the the culture back and bringing back the numbers. And then that one year, the year after that, it was like thirty five guys on the roster. Yeah, That's we're scrimmaging yeah. in practice, and we were doing really well, obviously. And
2: then that was the year too that Bremer then jumped up to D two, and then the yep. Ducks won the Iowa League. Yeah. yeah, right.
4: Yep. Yeah, we were close to beating Bremer a couple different times. It, those yeah. were always that. That was actually one of some of my favorite matches were against Bremer, um, Des Moines. I, also gave us a run for our money a couple times. We actually tied them one year and still made the playoffs because mm. mm. we were a better record or something to that effect. But they had uh, a, a team that was definitely capable. Like, yeah. you know. Um, but I loved playing against Greener because at the end of the day, on the field, we just wanted to bash each other's heads yeah. in. But like, as soon as we walked off, there was like this unwritten like respect. Yep. I'll never forget like some of the guys just coming up to us and be like. You know, that last year when um, Alistair got knocked out, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. You know? oh. and there I think I can't remember if it was Wickham or somebody came up to me and was like, "I'm not too sure if the best team isn't coming out of Iowa right now." He's like, "You guys probably, should. you know, like we yeah. were in, yeah, we were in that match. match. It yeah. was a close match. One way or another, it could have went either way. Like I'm not saying that. it was a one try game. It yeah. was easily a one try. Yeah, it was definitely. Cause we played, we played
2: twice that season because yeah. that was when. We had a regular season match. It was, it was a one try win, yeah. a one try game, and then they took the top two teams, and they're like, "We're gonna play off for the championship," mm-hmm. and it was a one try match, again. So I mean, two matches back to back, one try was the difference. I mean, it, it could have gone either if way. I have two. I have two
4: well. regret. Like I hate regret, but I have mm-hmm. two regrets in my rugby career. One is. Um, the year that we did go and we lost by two to Fort Wayne. And I, I actually had planned a trip with my uncle to go over to Australia for a, a close family friend's wedding. Yeah. And it was literally that week. You pay thousands of dollars for this flight. And, yeah. and even, you know, what was funny is like my uncle even told me, he's like, do you want to change your flight? And I told him, no, I was like, no, I want to go out there. These boys can handle this. And it's not like I was going to make the difference. But we played really, really well that year, and I, I really wish I would have been – even if it would have been a loss, I wish I would have been a part of it. Mm. And then again, against Reamer, when that right. year that Alistair got knocked out, um, I played probably the worst game of my career. I left two open field tackles. Well, I'll never forget it. Casey broke through the game line, and I, I let him stiff-arm me. <laughs> I tried to tackle him high twice, huh. and he both times he stiff-armed me. And it, anybody with a brain should yeah. know that you can't tackle him high. So. Wow. It was, like, the absolute worst feeling ever at leaving that field. And then, like, the end of the year, just, like, thinking about all the things that you should have done. Yeah. Um, like, I hate, I don't like to think about regret, but there's definitely two regrets in my yeah. career for sure.
2: Especially, like, you you know you're, like, you had control in both of those like that's where that's where the regret comes from where you're like i could have changed that outcome like easily it's not it's not like a regret of like i wish that would have played out differently it's like ah that's on me
4: now as a team we lost but i did contribute to Mm -hmm. that loss right that's that's what hurts the most for sure
3: phil biggest regret in rugby i have too many not playing, <laughs> not not playing sooner. I would have had an opportunity to play sooner because we didn't have high school rugby. We didn't have it either, but I was
4: playing in Storm Lake out Al- for Storm Lake. I didn't,
3: I didn't even know what it was, but yeah, I wish I would have known. Like, because actually, so my hometown area, they used to have a uh, rugby club there. It was like Turkey River. Okay. It disbanded at like in the 90s or something of that, and then because because 47,
2: 47 people live in Turkey Valley, basically, <laughs> 85. But okay, okay. my bad. My Shit. Bad.
3: But uh, Northeast <laughs> Iowa started that club back up or whatever. And they actually tried to get me to play with them over the summer, so I kind of wish I would have done that. So I would have had some experience going into you and I. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I, don't I know. think that's
4: why I'm so like adamant about like giving back to the sport right now, mm. is because I it's want nice these party. kids at a younger age start to play. Because yeah. if I, I feel like if I would, I'll be honest, a lot of us, not even just myself, mm-hmm. but a lot of us that have played against each other, if we would have played at a lower, like at the high school level or middle mm-hmm. school level. I would be willing to bet that a lot of us might not even be living here right now. We wouldn't even be in this podcast. Like, a lot of us would be playing, mm. you know, right. elsewhere yeah, real real. Or, or would have had not a career real. like going outside of the state of Iowa yeah. and playing at a higher level. Yeah. Even.
2: And I think that's where we come in now. It's like rugby's been really good to us. So we want to give back. And now there's pathways mm. for this next generation right. to where they can go on to those things. Yep. And, and maybe they weren't there for us because it just didn't exist yet. But you know what? Rugby's been good to me. I want to help and see someone see that through because that's one thing. Like it's not even so much as a regret because I didn't know it existed. But I grew up in Central Iowa. I went to North Pole Hill, small town. The Des Moines Chaos. It was a '15s program through Des Moines Rugby. Jeremy Newman, Eric Nichols, Grant Steffen, mm. Brendan McConville, all these guys that I know.
4: I met him they, recently. We'll go. We'll get to that. Brendan McConville. <laughs>
2: yeah. Gimley.
4: Yeah, we'll get we'll, there, oh, we'll get there. We'll <laughs> but like
2: all these guys, they played high school rugby together, but it was when they did 15s, and it was at Des Moines, it was through Des Moines at Des Moines Clubhouse and everything. And it was just like, if I would have known, I played 23 seasons of club soccer, fall, spring, and indoor. Like mm-hmm. I, I played so much soccer. I was a midfielder and a goalie, and it's like I loved it. But you know what? Rugby a lot more fun than soccer, and uh-huh. if I had the opportunity to be a freshman in high school to be like, I can play rugby instead of soccer, I, I would have been. And I, I feel like I have so many classmates who would have loved it too. And then they've never gotten involved in rugby ever. But it's like soccer was in front of us; it was the easiest thing to do. That's what we did. If I would have known, it was a it was a fifteen minute drive away, right? And like freshman through senior year of high school. Fifteen minutes away. I didn't even know it existed. Right. Um, and then I went to you and I, and that's when I learned it. And it's like all these guys are like, "Oh, we used to play in Des Moines. And I'm like, "That was a thing? No one told
4: me." Like, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. So yeah. So Brendan McConville. Yeah. So is that uh, is it El Guapo? Yeah. Guapos. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was there with John Colin Actually, we grabbed some tequila one night, and I was in town, stayed at his place, um, and. There was a guy bartending, and then we got on the subject, obviously of rugby. Actually. And he alluded to the fact that he had played or did something at Des Moines, and I he said his name, and I recognized it because I had seen him like some posts or something mm-hmm. uh, Ducks posts on Facebook, or it was an event. It was we did an Oktoberfest event in the mm-hmm. Manic Colonies, and I just remember his name for some reason. It was just unique or something. Very Irish. Yeah, I clicked clicked on it and I'm like, where's this guy from? Like, is he from the area? Because I had never seen it before and then found out that he was here, but years later, now fast forward to now, it was like just a month or so ago, I went out for drinks with John and he was there, and we were talking about it. and I was like, "Holy shit, you're the dude! <laughs> you're, you're, the, you're the guy yeah. with the face." Did you talk to him? Like, yeah, we talked to him for a while. Yeah, he's like, "Oh,
2: hey, yeah, oh, yeah, no, I was, uh, yeah, oh, oh, shoot, is that Brennan McConville, Gimli? He's in the studio." Oh, hey, how you doing? Uh, yeah, no, I played uh, at Des Moines Chaos, and then I was at You and I, and then I. Uh,
3: <laughs> dude, that's a really good <laughs> yeah, impression no, you, you guys kinda look, look. look alike. Yeah. I, I, okay. <laughs> oh. So okay,
4: so
2: his older brother, uh, Joe McConville started okay. Gusto Pizza. Okay. And Super then pizza. he played for Des Moines when they were D one.
5: Oh
0: no shit. Big
2: prop, athletic, great dude. Um, him and a couple buddies they opened up Gusto Pizza. They also own Juniper Moon. It's like this little uh, Wine bar. Yeah. I'm working on it. Uh, they also own The Breakfast Club and then El Guapo's. Oh, he owns
4: The Breakfast Club with Teddy Holly. Yeah. yeah. No yeah. shit. Yep. Teddy and I, I played basketball against Teddy.
2: No way. Yeah. And I need to, F- F- okay, we need to find out, like, how I can get, like, sponsored by, like, his businesses, too. <laughs> uh, he,
4: he makes fun of me. Well, he used to make fun of me because, like, he doesn't like, or maybe he doesn't like rugby, I don't know, or he just is interested in other sports. Yeah. But, no, good dude. Like, I, I've known him for years, and... We used to play against him in sports and stuff like that and then my dad actually knows his dad really works well. uh my dad used to paint like his house and is, his barns and stuff
2: so is he from where is he from By so, we, so yeah. like
4: arcadia vale west side area in western iowa
2: gotcha yeah. so it's funny because he is buddies with this guy named sean roberts who is a big media personality yeah. in the des moines area who has the Chantourage podcast. He's on the fourteen sixty snow The Morning Rush. And then I always tweet at them and I always try to like you know, wedge my way in there with the wombats and I and I'm like, hey, we should do some stuff together. Call
4: their, call, like if you're if you're gonna like address Teddy, just call him Theodore. Okay. Theodore. Oh I mean yeah, he's not going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> that will be a good start. It is it is much. Much.
2: I feel like where your buddy Teddy would just be like straight up like, no, I'm not going to fuck with rugby. Like, get out of here. Yeah, and then, he that, would, and yeah. then his buddy Sean is very like, oh, yeah, man, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, his DMs on Twitter like, oh, dude, let's let's do this. Like, what about this? And he's like, yeah, yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. I'll talk to my people. I'll Like, I'll talk to my guy Teddy. I'll, I'll Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk. Guts. Yeah. yeah, he's just like. <laughs>
4: And it it's like, he's really nice. I'm, I'm going to fucking share this. <laughs> I'm going to share this with Teddy, just because. Yeah. Just because. Well, I love man. the guy to death, man. He's actually a good dude. No. I, I don't like, him and I don't talk a whole lot or anything like that, but I, him and I have always seem to get along, and oh, I, yeah. I got respect for what he's doing here in Des Moines, so. Oh yeah, no,
2: the, like, beer can alley, all the things that yeah. they're doing, and like, that's the thing, I see it, and then I just see, like, from my point of view, like, with the Wombats and rugby, and I'm like... I see where they're at, and I feel like their clientele would like rugby. Oh, yeah.
3: And I'm trying yeah. to, like,
2: get my way in there, and they're probably like, yeah, you yeah. don't benefit us, but I'm like, you would benefit me, and and I get it. Like, that's yeah. that's why I get ghosted. Like, it, it makes sense. So, <laughs> but back to Joe McConville. He yeah. works on all these places, and then his little brother, Brendan, he went to you and I, and we actually lived across the street from each other, and then after you and I, he came back down here. He ran Gusto. Um, so he's the manager of Gusto just down the street here. Um, he runs it. And then I started working there part-time. Because, you know, as a teacher, I make so much money that I worked at a pizza place as a hobby. <laughs> just for fun. And then everybody was like, whoa. Is that guy related to the... Is he, is he in McConville? I'm like, no. I'm friends with him. And they forgot my name. So his name's Brendan. And they knew I was his friend. So they started calling me Friendin.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so fucking corny, but yeah. that's funny. <laughs> it,
2: it was good. it was good, but um, no, they're really good people, and they're they're huge <laughs> in the rugby community. And Gimley, he listens to this a lot, so hey, shout out Gimley, and uh, please can we have a Gusto sponsor, please?
3: Real love. I love that pizza so much. I was about to Sometimes I just... stop there, like leaving, like practice and stuff like that grab a pizza once
2: in a while well we hold our and we actually hold all of our officer area. meetings at this guest so down here because they have a party room oh cool and so it's just a nice little area to exactly. get like 12 guys together and be like oh yeah we'll have some pizzas too and yeah good people oh that's nice yeah Javi awesome. yeah. 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 you never show up that well I'm maybe. not an officer so they're open it's to the open. public
3: and it's included on all the posts too yeah. and it's open <laughs> because we're looking for
2: new ideas from
4: anyone who wants to help grow <laughs> come on Javi you know what we need to do for Hobby? Yeah. We need to make a shot. So when you guys go to Pally's Bar and Grill, you guys need to come up with a shot for Hobby. And I got an idea. It's Hobby Bombs. Hobby oh, Bombs. Hobby bombs. What are we putting in it? Um, what's your favorite liquor?
3: How do you build this hobby? I, I'm, I'm going to yeah. help. We're I'm gonna building, help. building it. Favorite, I'm gonna help you
1: right now. favorite liquor? Yeah, which favorite liquor? Vodka. Vodka. Okay, so
4: you want a vodka. Okay, so we'll do a vodka one. Uh, what's your favorite fruit? Favorite fruit? Yeah. Oh,
3: shit. Grape. Phil. Grape? grape. <laughs> what the f- Okay.
4: So, grape. Man, that's tough. Um, I'm trying to think what we could throw together. I mean, it'll almost be like a grape bomb. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Uh, grape pucker, vodka, maybe some lemon juice or something like that. You know it. You could some show- sugar on the rim. It's just like a lemon, lemon drop with some grape flavor.
1: We we gotta we gotta get raving on that. We gotta get raving will, on that. I will. I will. I tell you what. Okay, I will good. come.
4: I will come back with a hobby bomb shot But I feel gold. like too. Like with
1: your uh, Hispanic background, we could we could add something a little spicy into tequila? it. Tequila. Yeah. Do you like, like tequila? Yeah. I've I've We've... okay. Um, this is breaking news. I've only, I've only ever had one tequila shot in my life. Do you know what kind of
3: tequila it was?
1: I think it was Patron. I bet
4: you're about to have a second one. I see a coraz. What what is that?
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, live yeah. tequila shot. Corazon. Corazon. Let's do live te- let's do live I, tequila Phil, shot. Called Corazon. Phil Phil pronounced that wrong before. It's well, I you wanted. You didn't warn me. Well, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. Realize. I didn't want to steal your thunder. <laughs> All, right. All
4: right. Cue the music. I gotta pee.
2: How was your piss?
4: <sighs> Phenomenal.
2: What's crazy is like, this is the longest we've gone with one person. I didn't even need to think about anything else to last this long. <laughs> no. um, but yeah.
1: You know, you, uh, you want to know something funny? <laughs> We're all all of us are without shots. We are all without shots. Hobby just like there's <laughs> no teeth. <Just fucking, laughs> we just said we were gonna
4: do a bit, even, and you just fucking said the punchline just, you just out of the gate. Hobby, that's cool, man. It's whatever. Uh, you're doing great, dude. He's um,
2: like, can we finish this episode? <laughs> uh,
4: have you guys? So sometimes, this is so fucking weird. Sometimes when I'm taking a piss, and it's like. Just takes forever, and then all of a sudden, I, I like flush the toilet, but I'm still peeing, and I try to race it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I'm not the only oh, one, yeah. Because
2: yeah. oh, cool, cool. then cool. cool. then they're not so weird, because you're like pissing, and like in your brain, you're like, I should be done, but now better flush, and you're like,
3: How am I still going? Oh, I better finish <laughs> over because then I gotta flush again. But thing like shit uh, happen when you've been drinking. Think of those memes where it's like when you're jogging or whatever, and it's like. How men jog and it's like if I don't reach that light post
1: before this car or whatever gets behind me, I'm gonna <laughs> die. Dude, <laughs> oh my gosh. I actually Has, I have no idea what you're talking about. Hashtag <laughs> Rotorage. <Dude. laughs> <laughs> Alright, so before. this, so this hobby shot. Javi shot. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, we gotta do. If you, do you want it to be vodka? Yeah, I can. I'll, dude, I'm down with whatever. You I'll want drink grape. it. Great. Yeah, that's okay, yeah, so that that was the vodka. first fruit that popped in my head, so
4: I'm like Okay oh. you, are you
2: finishing yeah. your beers or you just we just drink half do you beers want it, now?
4: Do you uh,
1: <laughs> come on Hobby? Finished.
2: Okay.
4: Uh, do you want it to be a shot or a drink? Let's do a shot. Okay.
1: Just for just for just well, for And for right
2: now, I'm just saying I don't have the ingredients to make this.
4: No, but I'll come oh. up with yeah. it. I'll come up with it and the next time I'm on the podcast, yeah. we'll okay. have the hobby show. Okay.
2: Tyler okay. Daly. It's confirmed. He's gonna be our first returning guest. Tyler Daily, Part Two, hobby Bombs, the Javi Bombs. And that's, call so, it the
4: name it, Javi Bombs. Yes. So, so this
2: episode is the Tyler Daily Extravaganza, <laughs> and the next one it will be Javi Bombs. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. We're gonna need
3: you to make a Western one. Well, we're gonna need a Quacky Bats one. Bro, I can <laughs> help you out. I can. you I'm, I'm
4: no. I'm no like amazing bartender or anything. I can. I can build a well, I
1: don't know, man. Those.
4: Those are pretty good. Yeah, the, yeah, those, those whiskey, the whiskey yeah, sours, pretty, pretty bomb, bro. It is
3: absolutely my favorite drink to make. I specifically every time I go to the bar, I request and be made just like that, and they're not gonna know what to do. <laughs> you
4: gotta go to a fancy
3: restaurant like a
4: eight was it eight oh one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, eight oh one Chop House. 801, ask them. Just tell them, do you make it with an egg white? Any rest, any like fancy restaurant you go to, tell them you want it with an egg white and. Ask them if they have Luxardo cherries. I will tell you right now, the absolute best cherry in the world, Luxardo cherry. It's a dessert cherry. And uh, if I can't have it in a cocktail, I'll have it on top of a cheesecake for dessert. So it just, just beats phenomenal. the
2: fuck out of a maraschino? Mar- Mar- uh, Mar- maraschino?
4: Yeah. yeah. Fucking crushes maraschinos. So those are garbage, dude. So
2: that's like a poor man's Kirkland.
4: It is a Kirkland cherry. Let's <laughs> <to> be honest. <laughs> yeah. It is a fucking It, it got made in Iowa. What's up?
2: You, just, you take none of my notes seriously. You just vape right into the show. <laughs>
1: well, you, it's your lucky day because it's just dead.
4: I don't know what episode he was vaping on, but apparently... All was, of uh, them. And he was, he was <laughs> yeah. coughing or something. I didn't catch it yet. But All of them. I'll, I'm sure I'll listen to it at some point. <laughs> yeah, you can
2: just hear him dying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what, what do you have to say about yourself on that? You uh, got some feedback today. You got some notes. What do you think? What are we gonna do? Uh
1: Grow the uh, game. Grow the game. Hey. Hashtag Rise of Rugby. Rise of
4: rugby. <laughs> I love
1: that. Uh, what's your
2: uh, Daily, what's your least favorite rugby hashtag? Because they're very cliche. Oof.
4: Uh I I used the grow the game there for a while. I still would. Hashtags are a little bit different for me because I feel like the the whole point of hashtags are to broaden. Mm-hmm. The, the audience, right? Mm-hmm. And so for a while there I've noticed on social media people would like make up these fucking random ass hashtags and they would literally be the only post in yeah. that hashtag. Like, well, when people yeah. are searching for those things, if they knew that people if, if they truly wanted to like broaden their their uh audience, mm. they wouldn't be using those hashtags because yeah. yeah. that's not Wait. the point of social media.
2: Hashtag I cook six eggs when I make breakfast, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, oh, that's the only one that, like, it's no, like they're trying to say what but they're like, doing, yeah, like, no. eh, fucking hashtag everything. I did
4: that right away. When I first started doing, like, hashtags on posts and stuff, I didn't understand why they, the necessity of them. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so then I would just, like, literally make some random shit that I thought was cool. Mm-hmm. And then you, if you think about it, go back and search those hashtags, and then mm-hmm. you're the only post on there.
3: <laughs> so, right? Yeah, but you never know. you yes. like, might come <laughs> up with a trendy one or something like that, and then other people use it. You never know. Uh,
4: well, so, hey, t- so actually, to plug the Block Party again, um, if you are one of the teams coming to Block Party, and you take pictures, please hashtag Block Party 7. Oh, yeah. Because then one. we're going to reuse those pictures. And mm-hmm. then on top of it, um, I will... I'll slide this in here. This is one element that we're adding to our block party this year. Is we're actually doing a Snapchat filter. Ooh, Ooh. Yeah, that's cool. That's fucking. That's badass. sick, dude. Shout out Andrea Dre by body or body by Dre. She fucking kills it, dude. She is. She hounded me today about a few things to, to get it set up, and I'm so fucking happy to have her because she she literally got that set up in like a matter of a couple hours. Nice. That's insane. So, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I'm... I'm really excited about it.
2: Because that's one of those things, too, where I think it's so... I, I've never done one of those, but I just feel like you go to Snapchat and you're like, oh, I'm just looking through the filters. And then you see something like, oh, block party rugby. And you're like, I'm within a mile of that. Mm-hmm. What is that? You know, maybe they don't even show up, but they look into it. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll notice. People yeah.
4: will notice. It, it, it's a thing that has to happen more and more over time, but... It's, it's a matter of just doing it, right?
3: Do they have like a radius setting for that? Or yeah, or so that, it's, or a, that? it's a
4: radius. Uh, well, so ours is if people, so on those filters, I think they're geocache. So yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So within a certain range mm. of area, if people are standing there, yeah. then on their Snapchat, when they're posting, it, they s- slide, um, they'll see that, mm. right? Um, and you pay, I mean, it was like 20 some bucks. That's not They're terrible. No. That, yeah. no, I will totally sign off on that. Like 100%. Yeah. I think Word it's great it. because it's, it's good for us. It's good marketing and it's good. You know, it, it branches us out a little bit. So
2: I know when I was coaching at you and I and we did our collegiate cup. We tried to do one. I, thought, I, yeah. I, I brought it up, but people were afraid because that was when social media, Snapchat was still the Wild West. And it was one of those things where it was <laughs> like, if we have a Snapchat filter for collegiate cup, Who's to say a rugby person doesn't take an inappropriate photo with well, that like filter? Yeah. Like you know that. what I mean. Yeah. And you then, then it's, that America part. It got out of here. Yeah, hand. yeah, yeah. And like, I mean, a lot of fun was had, but like, out of context. And then it, and then it's like, whoa, where did this take place?
4: Oh, it's a rugby filter. Let's go to
2: like. So, I mean, I think people have grown since 2013, Right. you know what I mean?
4: I still worry sometimes, though, especially with my collegiate athletes. Mm -hmm. I worry so much about what they're doing outside, uh, off the field. Yeah. I mean, college is college. You're going to experience it, and I don't regret one thing I did in college, Mm -hmm. but I will tell you, and we all know that social media is just so vast now that anybody can see anything. So... My biggest concern is that at you know, my athletes are, are just being responsible about yeah. what they're posting and things like that because we all know things are happening and it's not for the public eye necessarily. And it's this isn't even a rugby thing. This is everything. Yeah. Right. Right? This is this is doesn't even have anything to do with just us. This is right. everybody. All different sports. Um yeah. what so it, a, lot, a lot of oversharing. Yeah, just, it, just young people.
2: Yeah. yeah, like everybody thinks now like, oh, look at me. I'm 32. Let's start a podcast
4: like you don't need to hear everybody's <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> half, half the viewers already turned this off. So, yeah. you know,
1: <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like they'd be pretty attached to this episode. I hope so. We're, it's a, we're,
4: we're, we're having a good time. Oh, yeah. A lot of heart, a lot I'm, of energy. I'm, I'm, hard. Hard. I'm really glad that I came over the office day and worked from here. So I could come do this well when I texted you and I'm just like hey we're gonna we're gonna give you a
2: call you know like ah oh, 20 minutes like we'll talk about the block party and you're like and you're like I'm in town and I'm like well that's the best news I ever know. because this is, this is better well, than cause
3: we talked about it last week when you showed up for practice and we're like like daily's oh, on man. town on Wednesdays Like, should have had
4: him on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone, well somebody did ask me at practice they were like oh you're gonna be on the podcast I'm like no i I mean I, wasn't planning on that i just happened to be in town because i had a yeah. closing here that day mm. and and then when we talked yeah i'm very mobile in my business so mm. i do i do loans all over the state of iowa okay. so nice and i have my one of my branch like my branch offices in west des moines at, over by uh like tonic and woman in that area
2: oh westland yeah yeah west bio- yep. so that's where i do BioLife. life
4: Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's right there. So yeah, so I you know, it's easy for me to sneak over and, and work from that office. And it actually I like that because it gets me away from everything over in Iowa City. Mm-hmm. And then I can kinda like flip my phone over and not have to worry about a lot of yeah. stuff and just get my work done. Nice. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm glad you mentioned something because it, it worked out. I I happen to have a free day to where I could work from the office here. So
2: Yeah, we're still learning how to like book people technically where we go and we will talk to each other like you know it'd be really cool if we had Tyler on and then it's like shit we should probably send him a text and let him know (laughs) we'll try to line it up
3: to where like it's like obviously Black Friday this week yeah like same thing with the whole stalemates deal too like trying to get to like line up where it makes Mm -hmm. sense you you need to do a calendar and and, and, like we do do. but
2: like with me being out of school I'm not on my laptop every day yeah I'm Mm -hmm. at the softball diamond every day so like when, when I was in school, like, we had everything organized, and, and then now it's like, you know, these guys aren't picking up the slack. What? I mean, uh, hey, hey.
1: I do most of the editing here. Come on. I did, no. Hey, and I'm cor- the face. So, correction. Uh, I do all of the editing here. I do most of the work. I self-edit, <laughs> and
2: I save you so much work. I've been working so hard, on not st- stuttering. Yeah, that, that it doesn't improve.
1: I still hear, like, five or, like, ten ums uh, every episode, oh,
2: we're starting a Patreon, and it's gonna be <laughs> me and Phil beating up Javi yeah. <laughs> for talking back. <laughs> uh, like seriously, texting you though, and like
4: finding out you were here in person I was like, that's gonna be awesome. Are you gonna come to practice tomorrow? Hang I on. am not. So I have a coffee date or coffee date. I have a coffee meeting with a realtor in uh, Solon tomorrow. What's oh, her boy. name?
2: Her
4: name's Jamie Wolf. Oh, Jamie Wolf. No, no, no. No, No, no. actually, you know, funny story about her. She's actually on the school board for Solon. Oh, okay. So originally, I, you know, I like I met her because of that, Um, and then ultimately, I'm a mortgage lender. So she and she works in real estate too. So. It kind of worked out to where we would, you know, maybe try and um, do business together. But I reached out to her because I want to try and start the rugby team at right. Solon. Mm-hmm. I mean, these again, like Iowa City has some phenomenal athletes and oh, some yeah. kids that aren't playing sports because they're not starting on football yep. or starting on wrestling or basketball or whatever. And Solon's a perfect example of that. So I'm, I'm hoping then I'll be able to get through to their entire, like, school board and their activities director to, to get something started. But, yeah, so that's what I'm doing tomorrow morning. i got to be back there tomorrow early and hopefully uh, drum up some business and figure out how to get this rugby club started at Solon.
3: Nice. Always plotting, always scheming. Huh?
4: Every, every day, man. Phil, every day I wake up and think about that.
2: I hope you can start catching up. Like, get on this wavelength, Yeah, now. apparently. We're on Radio Channel 4. <laughs> We're on Radio Channel 2.
3: Maybe even 1, I don't Yeah, I don't know. know, Your your radio's not even on. (laughs) What's the
2: radio channel for just showing up? (laughs) Zero. So I made a Hobby Bomb 0.0. This is a prototype here. Um, So it's a shot and a half of tequila, Corazon, and Diet Coke. It smells
1: smells delicious. So
2: we're going to try that. There's no grape, but... I figured the tequila with that. No, yeah, no, yeah. It's
1: it smells. It smells um, almost like grape. To be yeah, honest. Yeah,
2: tequila and diet coke might make a grape <sighs> connection. I don't know.
1: I don't know. We're not so, it except uh, yeah. daily.
4: You yeah. know, I, I, am not like a. What do they call that? A cicerone. <laughs> <laughs> but before, but I'm willing
1: to try it. But before, know? but before, uh, there's always this thing that the rugby boys did whenever we. What rugby boys? The, the Wombats, oh, but goodness. no, but so we'd always sing a song saying, whoever, whoever's taking the shot, da-da-da is the man, and you guys oh, probably yeah. know oh, time, time,
2: you just said the Wombats did this, we've never done this, <laughs> this once. Say,
3: like, this is all news to me. Yeah, what rugby boys did this? <laughs> <us? laughs>
1: TBD. What?
3: That's TBD. That's TBD.
1: What is happening? Yeah, we, like is
3: drink drink because because Hob-
1: we like to drink and with Javi because we like to because he dicks. does it all in eight. And then down and, down down then, down and down. then and then you guys and then you guys count down until I finish this. Uh, and if I reach zero, which will, is not going to happen, we tickle you. No, then you guys saying ah, <laughs> oh, he's a puss or something like that. Okay. <laughs> all right. So uh, I, just feel,
4: I just feel like you're going to down that in one anyway. Probably. Yeah. So probably not. So we probably. add more diet coke or just do it with a beer. Yeah. Uh, add more more We can say no. Let's save. Are you the, just spilled We'll oh, save dude. this. We'll save this for the Hobby Bomb episode.
2: Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yes, we're doing it now. All right. So, what do we sing?
1: We love to drink with Hobby. This hobby, yeah. hobby
4: is our mate. Eight. We love to drink with Hobby. Take it down a mate.
1: Seven, One, six, two, five, three, four, three.
3: Bestest i've ever seen you drink anything shut up <laughs> because it was mostly diet coke. <laughs> you do
2: you do know i need to turn that back into dmps that adapter that you just spilled tequila all over i hope they're not listening no nah, it's past 10 <laughs> Just kidding, summer break, no one's working. Uh, I was about to public say. schools. Uh, just kidding, because no they kidding.
4: can only live listen to this podcast a certain hour of the day. Yeah, it shuts off just... on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> they oh my up god, on Spotify? you guys got it hooked up on Spotify. How'd that work? Hobby, okay. how'd you do that? Will
1: you uh, wait? It's no, Let's we can tell can't. them off air, yeah, okay, because we, we can't do that because of sponsor reasons. So, okay, yeah. we'll yeah. cut that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but thank you. We appreciate that. And yeah. Javi was the guy. Good job, hey, Seriously, good shit. Um, for those of you that couldn't see they just fist bumped. And it was good.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It really right. connected. It
1: really yeah. connected.
3: But you know what? No, there's. I, don't think, the three, I don't think the three way knuckle bump is gonna. There. Oh, <laughs> Got a little ring in there. But you know what? I'm totally gonna shut this off like fucking yeah, 10 like, minutes in. <laughs> half, yeah. Like a half hour ago. Yeah, well, I'll no, get,
4: get over it. About 17 they just minutes ago. know gotta have fun like we do, so it doesn't matter. I
2: was thinking, the funny thing is, like, I might try to wrap this up here soon. We'll probably keep talking for another four hours. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <Thank> you guys. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Phil. You're spending the night. But no, I mean, we've covered Block Party tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's the thing. When you see us tomorrow morning, I'm just kidding. I won't be there. Yeah, I know you will. My wife might give birth anyway. I might. Now, so. um, I actually, might, I actually might not be. I actually
1: you. might not be at Block Party tomorrow. Why? Because I was actually, it's it's not a better opportunity, but it's been an opportunity that's been my dream since I was six years old. What are you gonna do? So, uh, last episode, when I mentioned I was at the horse track races, I I'm, said you were at the horse track races. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, when Gray mentioned I was at the horse track horse track races, I actually got in touch. And Gray, you're actually gonna like this. Hold on. Why?
2: What was so funny at the horse track races? You're so giggly last episode. Yeah. <laughs> Was there a comedian there, or like?
1: Yeah, there were some pretty good funny talkers there. Why um, were you? So, did they
2: not feed you there? Why did you have the munchies? Going?
1: So I was actually actually <laughs> ran in. <laughs> I actually ran into the owner of Impact Wrestling Iowa. Yeah. And I've told him how it was my dream to be a professional wrestler since I was six years old, and he openly invited me to. Uh, their show that they're having this Saturday. And he was gonna have me, uh, maybe like just m- look at it all and uh, run the ropes and maybe take a few bumps.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Will you please wear that mask right there? The Ray
1: Mysterium. I actually, when I went, to, when I went to a Monday Night Raw episode, when I was about maybe. Nine or,
4: would love this, by the way. Nine or ten. ten
1: I actually bought Stainer. a Rey Mysterio mask. I'll try to find it. But I don't I, I can't make any promises, but I'll I,
4: Should we call Stainer?
3: Stainer
4: up? <laughs> I, I mean I was gonna say I was gonna
1: go pull out all
2: my pro wrestling masks. I have like seven.
1: Oh shit. No, but and see the th- funny thing is my dad. Was actually a professional wrestler for a, a little bit of time down in Mexico, and he actually
2: nothing funny about that. That's serious. Yeah, and
1: he and uh, he he's actually if if this all works out, he's gonna let me don his moniker.
2: Ooh, what's that? What's in, his gimmick?
1: In English, in in English translation, his wrestling name was uh, uh, like. Well, it's your dad. Come on now. Yeah, come on, dude. He was like uh, Angel, Angel. Okay, oh. and he, he was. <laughs> that's actually my that big copyright, but no, his moniker was Angel of the Night.
2: Angel of the Night.
1: Ooh, uh, Ooh. Oh. spicy. S- and that so, so and he said he might even he'll he'll make my he'll make my uh, apparel. He'll make my costume.
2: I'm just saying, it's not a costume. Hold
1: on. Like, you you we, know what I mean, Greg. Yeah, I
2: know, I know, I know. But come on. Like, this is pro wrestling. They're not called costumes.
1: He'll make my kit.
2: That's not it either. I'm just so disappointed. Like, we could turn this into a pro wrestling podcast. I could talk for days on that. I know you my can. Guy I, can. I literally watched Hell in a Cell with you in your my, garage. My my, my guy, Aquan, he was a former student of mine at Waterloo East. He trains at Impact. And if you run into him, he's gonna throw you over the top rope.
4: We're totally calling Ethan right now. here. this dude is pro wrestling like. What's up? Oh wow, he picked up. <laughs> hey, hold on just a second. I'm on a podcast right now, and the host is about to speak to you. You're on a podcast? Yeah. If you, can you can you do you have a minute to speak? Hold on a second. So, I have a question for you. What is your favorite match with La Parca from WCW
2: in the early 2000s? Oh, shit, dude.
0: La Parka was dope as hell. He normally wore
2: just black and white like the skeleton. Fuck but yeah, he the did. The best thing about him was come out with the chair and
5: he would fucking rock it like, like, a, like a guitar.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I literally think he was like, bring me in, I'm going to fuck people up like Sabu, and I'm going to get the crowd going, and I'm out of there.
5: And he was in the cruiserweight division, and he had to weigh 260 pounds. Yeah,
2: boy, wait, 260? Dude, did you see his gut near the end of it? He had a beer belly. He was like 6'2". That's two. unreal, dude. <laughs> that, that's what was so great about
0: had
2: an 32. am yeah, 32! I'm 32! Yep. And that was our first kind of excuse. The Mexican wrestlers are like new Japan guys. Oh, yeah. Sonny Oda was bringing them in To WCW. Fucking the Sonny Ono. I mean, oh, man, they were electric. That was
0: like our first kind of real experience to like 450s, real bootstore wrestling.
1: WCW Thunder every Thursday. He's has so grown man, off. Dude, he's, he's yeah. the best. Oh, man. My grandma probably would have left my grandpa
2: from a park. Uh, I I dressed up as LaParca once for Halloween and everyone's like,
3: oh dude, I loved
2: Rey Mysterio and I almost fucking murdered people. Like I was so I was so offended. you can't do face. You're like, oh
5: yeah,
2: I had the mask. I bought I bought the mask. I, I bought a skeleton suit off of Amazon. Like the whole the whole nine. It was it was awesome. My wife dressed up as hot rod, like it was great.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, yeah, or, or, or like Stinger, like WCW Stinger. And they're like, yeah, that's going
2: to melt
5: in like four minutes. And you're like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the mother of destruction.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, funny. it's funny, too, because our producer here said he's going to do uh, a little pro wrestling with the Impact in Iowa um, he just walked out, and he said his dad was a, a former luchador, and I'm trying to give him tips. I just, I just feel like he doesn't understand what he's getting himself into. What weapon should he use? <laughs>
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I went
0: for that fucking 450 and apparently I snapped my neck and died. Uh, I don't have to worry about rent or money or assholes. I just fucking chill out. But, uh, I mean, yeah, that, that, those, those, are, those are
4: large boots to fill. Hey, so Ethan, uh, uh, you, you know who I'm sitting with right now are a couple fellas that uh, claim to have thrown you into a dumpster. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's wa- so. well there's the wombats now, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that was that was a, a hell of a day, man. We were smoked at the bar and
5: uh, if somebody comes up and
0: they go, Hey, all those rugby guys that that you saw earlier today, they're all out of the back patio and I had like maybe I mean honest to God, I had maybe a minute to just run from four
5: side I'm they did.
0: if I remember correctly. It was 56 or 57 to zero. And I uh, went out back and you guys were all back out there having a good-ass time, just drinking beers and laughing and shit. But what I didn't realize is the second I walked to that door to the patio, the motherfuckers stood up and they were like, this <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Fuck. So why not? Yeah. Uh,
1: that, was, that was a
5: really fun day. I liked that a lot. Bruggy's very
0: much like, like pro wrestling, where I feel like these guys, uh,
5: you can call it fake whatever you want, but
1: people are real. Yes, uh, let's go. Wrestling's real. People are fake. I feel like.
4: Oh, I love that man. That's that's a cool. That. That's, that's yeah. Cut that. Cut, totally cut, that. You know cut that. You know what's incredible is the fact that he doesn't play rugby, and that's his perspective on yeah. it. That's what's cool. That's insane. Now that we just
3: need Stan to show up at the block party. Yeah, the block
0: party's
5: gonna be sick.
3: I'll be there calling all the matches. I work so I don't have to work until
4: seven at night. Oh, the oh, cats! The oh, yeah. cats <laughs> out the fucking <laughs> bag, Ethan. I told I wasn't gonna tell him the secrets.
3: Wait, you knew the whole time? Why? I watched
5: of when I
1: was
4: trying to learn how
1: the team was working, but is it a
4: bunch of local teams? no, we got teams from uh well we got teams from kind of all over and we got a team from like Minnesota and a couple other teams from out of state, so It'll be cool, man. Well, are, you work, are you working right now? Uh, no, I'm at Joe's right now. Oh. At, uh, <laughs> I'm not doing folks and people in video golf Because uh, that's what you do. But uh, no, I'll be working tomorrow night, uh, Friday, Saturday, and then, or not Saturday, Friday. Saturday, I'll be fucking calm. Tough, yeah. you <laughs> Love it. I'm yeah no we definitely will brother i appreciate you i it's so awesome that you answered because uh i i we were talking about wrestling and then i was like dude you guys got to listen to ethan talk about wrestling because he knows everything dude, you were kidding he's just yeah,
3: kidding. If, I, if i could describe la parka in three words
5: it'd be unprotected chair
2: shots Unprotected <laughs> <laughs> chair shots <laughs>
5: I
4: you <laughs> <laughs> hey, love you, brother. Cheers, brother. Cheers. You got to keep that guy around the ducks for oh, as long as believe possible. Believe me, like I told right. you, when when I first met him and he was doing the MC uh, trivia at Mosley's, mm-hmm. I... I'm not kidding, like it only took like a couple weeks and then I went to him and I was like, listen, Ethan, I need you as a commentator for rugby because you're his like energy and his like way of communicating with like the crowd. Like he can totally draw a crowd and that guy can walk into a building and immediately get everyone's attention just by the things that he says. And you know as well as I do, like as soon as he were to do something like that out on a rugby field, yeah. and speakers are out there, like he would crush it.
2: Well, I know, like playing in the match and hearing him commentate while I was actually playing, I was like, I, I know, I ran with the ball, and he said something, and I was just like, oh, that was pretty cool. He
4: loves the like, honey badger too. Oh, <laughs> and so he likes to emulate the honey badger. It's hilarious. No,
2: like, and the fact that like you bring him on and then like the way he talked about rugby like he gets it I feel like I say that a lot yes he does where it's like like you don't you can't define it but when you see it you know it yeah Mm -hmm. and he's a guy who gets it and you're just like oh but like and I've said this from the start with the wombats one of my biggest goals with everything I do not every single person is gonna play rugby and that's okay okay. I feel like for the longest time, people are like, we need to recruit players. Play, play, play. Play rugby. Come to touch. Play, come to practice. And it's like, no, just come, to, come on Saturday. Bring a yeah. chair. Bring beers. Hang out. Hang out. We need fans. And the thing is, there's a lot more people under the age of 20 and above the age of 40 who are never going to play. Mm-hmm. There's way more potential fans than there are potential players. Yep. Why do we keep recruiting only people from the age of 20 to 35 when there's Andrew. people who are above 40, who would love to spend a Saturday watching people beat the hell out of each other and drinking beers in a lawn chair, and then go to the social. You know what I mean? so many
4: people, like first time watchers, will come up to me, like high school parents and mm -hmm. collegiate parents and stuff, that, oh, the first time I ever watched my son play rugby, and they immediately talk about how awesome of an experience it was, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, yeah, you're experiencing the same thing that I've been experiencing for the last 18 years. There's no like, there's no other sport like it. We we you know we'll I can talk about that until I'm blue in the face, but at the end of the day, nothing will ever compare. It just won't. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah. You a spit up. No, I don't. I just saw you pack one in. So for you, real boy. All right, fair enough. Oh, real boy.
5: <laughs> I'm a real boy. <laughs> Javi,
2: real. Javi's just a boy. He's learning. He's
1: I'm learning, learning the ways of average. the world through the west of my combat. you never pissed. Yeah.
2: yeah. So Tyler, we've shared some serious stories. We've shared some laughs. We are definitely going to have a part two because we could probably go for oh, another. We could go for days. Yeah, like. that's why I feel like we've gone uh, longer on this than any other time because it's just a conversation, the rugby knowledge and experience, and just kind of like that mindset fun. of like, just we're always scheming, always yeah. up to something, you know. And and I love talking to you, man. And Appreciate you coming in in person, and then also appreciate you making uh, some whiskey sours for us. That was pretty good. Yeah, man. Those those were,
1: those
3: were amazing. Glad yeah. you guys enjoyed it. Oh yeah, and I have to I just send me the recipe. Gladly, <laughs> it's super easy.
2: Oh yeah, and no, we're just extremely excited for everything you're doing with the Block Party Sevens tomorrow. Wombats are going to have a good showing. Probably just make sure you have that first place trophy ready. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no, no. <laughs> like I said, Phil, you're in charge, so uh, figure it out. Yeah, if good. you don't come home with the first place trophy, Ooh. why don't you just beat it, nerd. <laughs> beat it, right. I'll either. remember that. No, 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 no.
1: <laughs> Keep playing with me. Uh,
2: no, all kidding aside, love what you're doing. Love what you're doing with the Hawks. Uh, just yeah. the way you've grown that program. Again, cliche as it may be culture there you can see it as an outsider I mean you mm-hmm. can see there is something happening and I was saying
4: that makes me feel good yeah like at, like
2: and like I was there as an AR it's not just through social media like being on the no. sideline and just feeling your players presence throughout a match they were cheering each other on they were learning the game there was old guys teaching new guys the game and just there's a lot of good things happening Love what you're doing, and then everything Iowa Rugby Union, trying to grow the game in Iowa City through high school. Um, just love it. So thanks for coming on, man. Yeah,
4: I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. You guys, uh, you know, it's awesome that you guys are doing this. Like, I think this this podcast, you know, we're, we're going to talk about this pad- podcast years from now, and you're going to be, like, thankful that you guys and grateful that you guys did this. And I, I know I will be because – what you're doing right now is, is the same thing that you're kind of doing with like the newsletter through the Iowa mm-hmm. Union. It's it's just getting information in front of more people because not everybody mm-hmm. obtains information the same way. Right. And this is just another avenue for that. Yep. And I think, uh, you know, you guys stay consistent with doing things like this. Um, I, I think you guys are going to, I think we as a state as a whole mm-hmm. are going to reap the benefits from mm-hmm. it. There's going to be more people that want to get involved because of this. So. Oh, yeah. Well, to you guys for that,
2: and that's why, too, like I like the position I'm in. You know, Patrick, he begrudgingly kind of took that president position. He, not that he was forced
4: to, well, he kind of was. I mean, he was they coerced voted me, into... They voted me as president, and I told him I didn't want to do it, but I would be an advisor role. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't and, and that's like, how you ended up vice president. And then I was like, oh, but I know somebody that will do it. And then we were like, Pat. And so I was like, call him. I remember Wasn't calling Wasn't he in him San up. Diego? Yeah, I was like, call him up. <laughs> and I just remember, I was like, dude, so you just got nominated as president. But if you be president, I'll like help you. He's like, only if you help me. Only if you do it with me. Not necessarily help him. Like he's yes. he's really good at what he does. Oh, I think he just needed another another person with him to like support it. Right. Well, so, just to
2: know someone's in the trenches with you.
4: Absolutely. Like Not, he can and handle I, it on his I own. I wholeheartedly but, yeah. will do that anytime for Pat. Like that dude has done a lot for rugby in his area oh, yeah. too. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. So then of course I get voted a vice president. I'm like, well I yeah. can't. I can't say no at this point, so... And that's
2: why I'm saying, like, I like where I'm at because it's, like, I don't have a position, but, like, I'm behind you and Pat, but at the same time, let's just say something goes terribly wrong... (laughs) You don't, you don't have to think, <laughs> You got that. I've taken, I've
4: taken the brunt of a lot of things in my life, yeah. and I've taken a lot of criticism. But at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck. So, well, you know what you're doing is for gonna the keep, right reasons. I'm going to keep doing yeah. what I'm doing. You believe and, in it, and there's a lot of people just like that. Like I'm not the only one doing that. There's yeah. a lot of people that take the brunt of a lot of different things, um, especially with this, you know, with rugby and what we're this kind of like. Uh, Brainchild, so to speak, of all of us, mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, that's the best part about this: is every single one of these people that are in those positions still keep doing what they're doing because they know it's going to work. Yeah. And everybody else, they're eventually just going to have to jump on ship. Yep. So, no,
2: and that's why too. Like it, it's easy to jump on board and support you and Patrick because it's like you're doing it for the right reasons. Hundred percent. You know, and and again, there may be bumpy parts, but Things are gonna work out, and it's, uh, and that's why we're we're all about this. The future of rugby, on the field, off the field, it's bright. Let's mm-hmm. let's let's, uh, let's share it out. <laughs> let's scream it from the mountaintops, you know. Absolutely. So yeah. Phil, say something nice to Tyler.
3: Well, you were my original white buffalo until Mr. Gray made fun of me for it. So I'm really happy you came on. Thanks this for having This is really me. fun. I knew this is exactly what it was gonna turn into. I so. had, <laughs> hey man, I, I
4: seriously had this feeling. Like when I came over today, I'm like, dude, I'm gonna sit in this this
3: garage for hours. <laughs> hours. Studio We're forever. The studio. Sorry, Shout out to the studio. Hobby <laughs>
1: cut that. Yeah, Hobby <laughs> cut it. Uh,
4: no, I, I, that's exactly what I felt when I came in today is like, we were going to sit here and we were going to bullshit for hours and because that's what we do.
2: Yeah. Can I show you something funny on the rundown of our, of our Google note apps? (laughs) Uh, look at third from the bottom. What does that say?
4: Bullshitting with
2: daily. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you
2: can't bullshit a bullshit yeah. man. We all bullshit. Like literally, the rundown is like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna open, we're gonna do the ad read, we're gonna talk about this. This is how it's gonna lead into Tyler. And then normally we have a list of like questions and kind of the direction yeah. we want the conversation to go. Yeah. And for you, it just said bullshit with daily. <laughs> yeah.
4: But it was really natural. Like we yeah. we just knew it was it was gonna end up that yeah. way
2: oh yeah well and the thing is you're doing so many things that like it's just easy to bounce wow. around because it's like you're involved in so many things it would be hard to cut this down just because it's like well we could have cut out the Demi Lovato thing but <laughs> that's God, that was that's wild stinging. and also I think that's our song for the summer oh yeah do it for your mother <laughs> <laughs> I'm cueing it right now <laughs> oh and with that being said Tyler we love you thank you Love you guys. I guess. Love love fun. Javi, play the music. Wow. That Tyler Daly fella. What a fella. <laughs>
3: what a guy. Everybody really? loves him.
2: Yeah, I love him.
3: I do too.
2: Great guy. Yeah. You know, we only talked for 17 <laughs> hours with him, but we cut out the best two and a half. So, with that being said, Phil, say something funny.
3: Alright, I actually got a nice little corny joke, for, and it's rugby-related, too. I don't, I don't care, say Ooh. it. Okay, once you've heard one rugby joke, you've heard a all. Wait, say that again? I didn't Once that. you've heard one rugby joke, you've heard a mall. Ah!
2: It I, said, wish, I wish people could see my face. I'm so mad at that. I'm, that is stupid. That is the stupidest thing I've ever. Heard. That was funny <laughs> as hell. Alright, ah, one for two. <laughs> I'm so pissed off right now. Javi, play the music. <laughs>